Hello, I'm John, the executive producer here at Final Show Films. I got a few notes for you before the show. First, I want to thank you all for watching. We couldn't do what we do or the amount of things that we do without the support of you, the viewer. If you want to support us financially, which we always appreciate, you can go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms, where you can donate as little as a dollar a month to help us continue this and all the things that we do. I want to give a special shout out to our $25 supporters, Antitonic, Cat Waterflame, and Samantha Bates. Uh, second, I want to let you all know that we here at Final Show Films are planning a little get-together up at Gen Con this year. That's August 2nd through 5th up at Indianapolis. We're going to be up there sort of hanging out, enjoying the con, spending time together. And if any of you guys want to come up and say hi, please feel free. We don't bite unless you want us to. And if you enjoy whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to, be sure to check out our website at finalshowfilms.com where you can find links to all of our other content, both podcast and video. And be sure to follow me at John A. Bates on Twitter for more updates on all of the content we're creating in the future. In the meantime, thanks for watching, and I hope you enjoy. We are live. Uh oh. <laughs> Welcome everyone back to Storm. Am I am I on camera? Because I think that might be. You are indeed on camera. Okay. Am I being cut off like right here? Uh, it's actually a little bit further to your right. Right there. Right there. Okay. Uh, so, welcome back to Storm Wars and Fire, our Warcraft RPG horde Pop campaign. <laughs> Uh, I am William, and I am the dungeon master for this campaign, and with me on my left is John. I'm John, and I'm playing Garrick, cloud speaker of the Horde, an orc shaman. And on the middle left? I'm Holly, and I am playing Shiana. Flamecarver. What? Last name. Oh, yes! Flamecarver! Thank you, I did write it down. Shiana Flamecarver, and she is a orc rogue. And on the far left... Hi, I'm Units, and I'm playing a troll. <laughs> Do you forget your name already? He doesn't care. Jean Gatal Wildwalker. Chinga. Wild man. Jean Gatal Wildwalker. There you go. On my immediate right... That would be me. I am playing a little goblin tinker named Jafarshan Starship. Call me Josh. <laughs> and on my middle right... I'm Zach, and I'm playing Leaf Ironmender, half-orc uh, priest. And on my far right, half-human. I'm Rudy, I'm playing uh, Brick Earthwhisperer, uh, Runemaster Torn. All right. Yes, I am half-human. I am both half-human and half-orc. Ooh. Rather than those half-drenai, half-orc. What's your half? I mean, if I'm half-orc and half-human, I would hope I don't have another half. You might. You have a third half somewhere? It could be... <laughs> no, you have four halves. You're, you're, you're one and a half. I mean, unless I have an identical twin that got decapitated at some point. <laughs> you have four halves, which would mean four quarters. <laughs> Alright, so, when last, when last we left our group of newly minted adults... And goblin. And a goblin. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> who is most certainly definitely not an adult, or at least not acting like it. No, not yet. <laughs> Um, the group of them had just had just uh, succeeded their Omrigor, their passage of uh, in their rite of passage into adulthood, and are now embarking on their first task to go and serve the Horde. Uh, at, at which point they were headed to the outpost of Razor Hill, 
to go and serve under the warlord Garthok, who runs the who runs the outpost there. Um, on their way, they encountered a goblin being carried off by harpies. We killed two of them on the way. Did very quickly. There were some silly rolls. There were. <laughs> um, and rescuing the goblin from the from the harpies, the goblin decided he didn't have too much better to do, so he might as well follow around this group of people who was heading so to Raider Hill. Not on my own anymore. Yeah, it's <laughs> like be, being on your own gets you get you kidnapped by harpies. Yeah. So you know. I mean, that, that wasn't was being a... that flirtatious either. <laughs> <laughs> Thought that was a wine date. <laughs> you know. Um. So you know the the group are have stopped to rest for the evening because it, it is dark, and so they they've stopped to take their rest uh, at the halfway point between the Valley of Trials and Razor Hill, and it'll be another day of travel before they actually make it to Razor Hill. Uh, so, do any of you have anything to do over the course of the evening? Do you have any conversation you want to have? Anything you want to do before you go before you sit down for rest? So, Josh. Yes. What? Uh, what is your business here in Kalimdorf? Um, <clears throat> don't really have much business right now. I'm just kind of wandering about, looking for things to do. Was there any particular location you were looking to go to? Um, well, not up there, as I say, pointing toward the cliff face. <laughs> yes, I imagine few people would willingly go to a harpy's nest, except to set it on fire, as we did. Yes. Well, thanks for coming by, guys. Simply could not could not let someone suffer at the hands of those beasts. Oh. At least I couldn't. <laughs> I don't know about the rest of them. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, some of them. Yeah. I could have lived. <clears throat> Well, we're right heading. Now. We are heading on our ta- uh, heading to fulfill our tasks for the horde at Razor Hill. You're more than welcome to join us. But surely, surely you will find something worthwhile there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll I'll stick around for a while. I'll try not to be too much underfoot. He said, "I'm, I'm looking up at everybody. <laughs> this is terrible." I'm sure You're we'll find. Up. Way up. Yes, at I know. <laughs> I'm sure we'll find a place for you on our on our wolves. Let's see, patting the dark wolf next to me. Oh yeah, the wolves too. The Kodo also has plenty of room. Oh, so yeah. he's going to be like our pet ally. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to learn how to use this crossbow. <laughs> Load it and then aim and fire. I well, I, I, yeah, well I, I, I tried it three times. <laughs> Perhaps the aiming part is where the difficulty oh, lies. Aim, well, yeah, you know. aim, then shoot. Aim, then shoot. Not shoot, then aim. It's a vital lesson. Maybe I can make something that'll do that bit for me. Possibly. Perhaps. <laughs> well then, while we are south of Razor Hill, this is... What's this? Is the Barons? No, this is Duratar. This is Duratar. Well, we are south of Razor Hill and Duratar. It's somewhat safe. We should likely still keep a watch through the night. Who would like the first watch? I'll go first. Very well. I'll take second. I'll go after that. I will take the morning then. Just well. I go to sleep. Alright, so. Uh, Shiona is on first watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? Go ahead and roll me a perception check. Spot or listen? Oh. Spot. 
Whichever's higher. Whatever. I believe it's spot is higher for me. Listen's higher for me. <laughs> Significantly. Um, 15. Alright. Um, yeah. Awesome. You, get out of, you automatically get out of watch because you can't vocalize that something is the matter. <laughs> I can let you know that something's wrong. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> it's called shaking you away from the spear. No, that's just shaking the earth. <laughs> and potentially angry grunting. Um, it's, uh... Overall, it's quiet. Um, as you as you sit and rest uh, and just keep an eye out on the surroundings, uh, you eventually do, though, as you're waiting and just watching, you find your mind drifting back to the words the fire elemental had for you. The quite aggressive and angry words. Um... And something about it stands a little odd to you. Uh, something that it seemed to... Uh, something about its words was a little strange. Uh, go ahead and roll me a... Roll me a wisdom check, just a straight ability check. With your spirit, sorry. That's a big one. <laughs> Ten. Ten. It's really hard to say, but something, something, a, something about the no one cares. the elementals' words for you. How how much it knew about you with seemingly almost no interaction seems strange, and you're not certain what to make of it. And that that's a puzzle that leaves you for most of the for most of your watch. Although nothing really seems to stand out. Uh, as you wake up, uh, Leaf for a second watch. To wake him up, she's gonna go over and kick him in the side. <laughs> not too hard, but. So you're not aiming to break my wrist. She could have poked you with her claws. I mean, yeah. Oh, she's a claw. Claw. So they're, they're claws. They're claws, claws. of attack. The There's claws. multiple claws There's on multiple one, claws. one hand. On one claw. Yes. yes. She could have poked him with that claw. <laughs> I've <Kick>. not. <laughs> Put foot on ribs, shake. <laughs> so you, you get up and yep. take your I second watch. Uh, go ahead and roll me a spot or listen check, whichever is better. Can you? I just pre-rolled my 12 12 uh, it's again it's quiet but that's a little odd you know because most nights in Duratar the noises that you expect to hear are the sounds of predators um and because most of them are active mostly at night because of the sun, the heat is very driving and a lot of animals, a lot of prey would burrow beneath the earth during the day. So a lot of predators are thusly active at night because their prey is more active at night. Um, but um, it's oddly quiet tonight and you're not exactly certain what to make of that or why it would be... Uh, particularly quiet, but nothing seems to approach your camp over the course of the evening, whether or not that is a significant factor. Um, 
but other other than the awkward stillness of the middle of the night, um, you do uh, pass relatively uneventfully to the third watch, which is both Brick and. Um, Four watches. You need four watches? Yeah. Okay. So, Brick would be next then. We have the numbers to do four watches, so. I'll go ahead and wake him up for it. Not by kicking him, no. Did I see the staff? Someone doesn't like the way I wake him up. It's John Lockhole. It's like, how fast is like, this group in a Warcraft RPG? What utterly broken thing is units doing? Also, how fast are the vehicles? I'm like, I determine the speed this time. <laughs> <laughs> One, we have wolves, so 60 feet. Um, and the Kodo Beast. Two, you get some more money. Uh, broken. Uh, uh, not not mechanically broken yet. We're still level one. We're still, so. we're still, trying. We're still level one. He's got, a, he's got a ways to go before he actually breaks anything. We'll get there. That's what you think. <laughs> oh, I can deal with regeneration. I just got to hit you harder. Oh, yeah, no, regeneration's not broken. <laughs> um, so, uh, so you, Rick, uh, go ahead and make me a spotter list and check whichever's higher. Sixteen. Sixteen? Um, yeah, and again, this is you're you're in the deep end of the night, and again, it's strange that everything is so quiet. Uh, as a matter of fact, you don't even quite hear the lapping of the shore of the waves upon the shore, which is odd. Because the one thing that isn't affected by most mortal concerns is the water. Yeah. And normally you can hear the shore even from this distance, but the water is quiet. You can't hear the waves, you can't hear the it's almost like the entire ocean has gone still, and it's strange, but nothing comes toward you specifically, so it's really hard to say. Okay. Um, so it, it's unusual but uneventful, and your pat and your watch passes mostly clean, and you eventually reach the point at which you would need to. Uh, awaken Garrick for his watch. And I go to wake him up. Mm. Wake him, Rick. He likes it when you kick him in the head. You're asleep. <laughs> this is he's, he's sleep talking. Exactly. <laughs> uh, 21 of, or 22 of my listen check. Okay. Um, again, you're caught not just by the fact that the um... The, the ocean is still, which is strange. Uh, the ocean is almost never still in Duratar. Um, but also the fact that the wind is dead. There's no, there's no wind. And Duratar is a coastal region. There's normally plenty of wind unless you're in the Valley of Trials where it's a box canyon that closes it out. Um, and so... Everything is unnaturally still this morning. I would like to try to consult the spirits on this matter. Go ahead, as, as Mr. Uh, Shaman, go ahead. Place my totem down, sit, cross my legs. What I roll? Go ahead and roll me... I'm trying to think what skill. Um, spirit? Spirit contact is a skill for the spirit thing, and it's basically your spirit, whatever spirit contact levels plus your um, spirit modifier. Yeah. 
Um, is that? I don't think it's a skill that actually like is in the no. list of skills. No, like, there's no skill for it. It's just, it's just how the spirit contact classes. Yeah, if you're leveling the class. Uh, I want to say, roll me a spirit check. Uh, twenty. Uh, sorry, no twenty. <laughs> My spirit is sixteen. It's a plus three modifier. Fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, so fifteen. The you're not quite. You you open your mind to communication, and you uh, you offer this question, and the voices and answers that you get back are all jumbled and chaotic, and they don't make sense. And there's no straight answer that you can interpret from the myriad of voices that speaks to you at once. And the one sense that you get is something impending, something coming. The opinions on how dangerous or how impactful or how powerful the something is coming is difficult, if not impossible, to determine, but there is a sense that something is coming. I'm going to spend my watch packing up as much of our camp as I can. Like, without pulling, like, the bedrolls off one of the people, just getting everything ready to go so that all they really have to do is get their shit and go. Because mm-hmm. something's coming and we're out in the open. <laughs> is winter coming? Mm, I don't think so, no. <laughs> no, it's especially considering it's the height of summer. <laughs> <laughs> if winter was coming, we'd be really fucked. Cause... It is coming, but not, not today. <laughs> not, not in not, the next... Not for another few months. Not in the next a few hours. Yeah, wrong. There might be some sort of like cataclysm for that to happen. Yeah, I mean, you know. But, well, cat- I mean, at the very least, catastrophic. <laughs> One might say cataclysmic. Yes. Yeah. Wrong, wrong campaign. Seasons don't randomly shift in this one. Not quite. Um, um, so yeah, uh, the morning comes and you wake everyone up. <laughs> everyone. Yeah, I get up and I try and notice if she's laying on her left side. And if she gets propped up with a ladder arm being there, she just kind of... <laughs> okay, roll me, a, roll me a thought check. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know. You're making me think about this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, okay, I rolled a one and a negative back. one for spot checks. Uh, what side are you actually laying on? She's actually on her right side. So you're laying on the on the on your yeah yeah on your good arm. Yeah, yeah. On your good arm. Right side, yeah. Laying on your good arm. You think she's laying on her left side? <laughs> what did he roll? He rolled a, he rolled a rolled one. one and I get a negative one on my side. So you rolled a zero. <laughs> yeah. My left side suddenly. Uh, I, I woke up. I didn't put my glasses on. Everyone, everyone, get ready. We should ride. The spirits are restless. restless. <laughs> Okay. Why? Why you gotta? Why you gotta jump on my thing, William? <laughs> Don't argue with the voice in the sky. It can kill you. I have been, I have been always making, argue with the voice in the sky. I have been making Warcraft. I have been making Warcraft unit references this entire time, and yes. jumped on it. <laughs> I'm gonna let you have all of them. That's okay. The spirits are restless. Something. Something is coming. Whatever. Spirits are idiots. I would take care in voicing that out loud. Or sign a bolt of lightning strike. Because <laughs> 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 see, the thing about it, spirits have an impact on the physical world. <laughs> they do. 
I talk to them regularly. And a sense of humor. <laughs> or at very least spite. It's, yeah. just, it's just like, I, w- I would be careful for saying out loud. Fuck them. <laughs> I no, warned you. It doesn't actually happen. <laughs> uh, still, yeah. Mount up. You should ride. Um, Brick, if you would take Josh with you. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> on, on the cliff. He's forgetting about me. There's plenty of room on here. <laughs> like the, 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 the Kodo Beast, because because of how wolves and Kodo Beasts are laid out, um, they're lower to the ground than horses are typically, and so, you know, the, the wolf's head is like staring you in the chest because you know it's a dire wolf it's massive it's you're you're only about I'm you're, you're, you're about right here so it's like staring, staring you right here it's in your face it should be a little higher than me like well, just a little just barely but it's still staring you in the face okay. like it's like it's here you're here the ears are above you yeah, yeah the, the, the the kodo however is up here yeah that's okay. I can get up there somehow. The Kodo's head is on head level with most humans. That's or, that's that's what the Taurus is for. Yeah. <laughs> just throwing the kid tossing me up there. Yeah. Or just ride the Taurus at this point, seriously. If you want. <laughs> you won't mind. <laughs> I mean, there's two size category differences, so for most class purposes. A Taurus beam. They are being on yeah. the edge of large. Oh, yeah, but goblins are small. Yeah. I'm small. You, well, you, no. you can ride anything that's that, one is, size larger that is one size larger than you. Oh, I thought it was two. You just have to get an exotic saddle built. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the money for an exotic We ride. <laughs> All right. So you, you, uh, you, you take off. Um, it's still going to be... It's still going to be uh, eight hours ride, basically, from where you took off to, to Razor Hill. Um, you took off with the sun, with the, with the rise of the sun. So uh, you'll you'll be there li- shortly after noon, basically. Okay. Um, the troll isn't riding a raptor. No, the troll has a wolf because what they had in the Valley of Trials. <laughs> they would have. A, if they had a Kota beast, they have a raptor. They had a Kota beast because they knew they were going to need a tauren. There's like wo- trolls can also ride wolves. It's fine. <laughs> um. But uh, you, it, it's again, it's about eight hours, and when you arrive at uh, Razor Hill, the sun is just past its peak, so it is prime temperature right now. It is blazing hot, uh, but your clothing your clothing is definitely designed to breathe in this weather and allowed and designed for the heat. So, also, orcs don't sweat. We don't have sweat glands. That's not true. <laughs> they glisten. That is a lie. We <laughs> glisten with oil. We apply it. <laughs> we don't sweat. We glisten. It's <laughs> how, how we keep cool. We're like we're like we're like. Uh, I mean, if you see the Warcraft movie, we're like Russian. Glisten. We're like Russian. Yeah, oil, we're like Russian oil wrestlers. We just apply the oil and we're good. <laughs> um, but, I don't know where that leaves me. You say oil wrestler, and now I'm just imagining like a big burly Russian just rolling around with a giant barrel of oil. I mean, they do that <laughs> first, and in then Texas. each other. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like body lotion. It's like they just like sort of slather themselves and like. I'm still imagining like black, like Texas oil. Like yeah, like, like Texan like black oil, like crude oil. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was thinking like a giant barrel of salad dressing. Yeah, no, I, I was with yeah. you. I, I was thinking that. Um, but no, a uh, baby oil. <laughs> you arrive in Razor Hill, and Razor Hill is. Ra- Razor, Ra- 
Okay. Razor Hill is now posted about uh, of about three thousand. Um, and orc in the background. And that is that that is also including the 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 farms on the outlying on the outskirts. But it is mostly there's uh, probably about twenty five hundred uh, within the actual realm within the immediate vicinity of the outpost and within the walls and just outside and then probably spread among the farms the remainder with some room for air because three thousand is a rough estimate. Um, uh, the but and Razor Hill itself is still relatively large. Uh, it is the outpost itself is uh, ringed with large wooden palisades uh, that are spiked on the top, giving it its uh, giving it its um, its appearance, which it gets its name from. Uh, as the entire the, the outpost is set atop a massive hill, so that the watchtowers that are set in that are positioned around it have a good view of the outlying area. Point of order: Razors are sharp. Are we supposed to storm this thing or what? No. This <laughs> report to the garrison commander. Um, okay. I'm getting our draw. Garthok. Yeah, commander Garthok. Uh, and as I'm you, sure they will find something for you to do as well. Uh, as you you enter you enter the palisades of Razor Hill and you are you're, you're given a nod by um, a number of guards by a number of grunts who are standing uh, guard around the, around the walls, um, and uh, as soon as as soon as you enter uh, and find the stables at which you would be uh, leaving your mounts, um, you are greeted by a uh, somewhat middle to late older orc. Um, wearing sort of dark violet uh, garbs underneath leather armor with a, sort of a uh, almost like a miner's cap on and uh, just the um, the torch that he uh, was holding earlier that he just that he recently put out um, in his left hand as he approaches the group of you Ah, Thrall Hall newcomers, you must be from the Valley of Trials. Uh, hold on, some of us are. Hi, I just tagged along. Ah. We, picked, we picked this one up on the way. Well, the goblin's always useful around here if you're looking for work. Sure. Hmm. I'll try anything twice. Well, I'm Orky, I'm Orky Soulscar, and I uh, am part of the watch here at Razor Hill. I suspect if you're off in the Valley of Trials, you're here to report to Garthok then. Indeed we are. All right. He'll be inside. He'll be inside the barracks if you need to speak with him. I'll see to your mounts. Uh, and he points. And the barracks is the single largest uh, structure in. It's more. It, it, it's it, the barracks is sort of combination command room and um, uh, housing for most military. So it is the single largest uh, structure in Razor Hill, and it sort of stands in the center of this outpost near. Uh, near a number of other structures that are that are important, and it sort of stands out like a sore thumb, and it's covered in spikes in this giant red, like stone slab shingle roof that uh, uh, is marked with the symbols of the horde uh, hanging from several walls. And you'll find com- you'll find Commander Garthok in the war room. He'll have tasks for you, or at least we'll tell you where to start. I will nod and start walking that way. I'm a follower. I follow. Yeah. I'm just humming a little tune that I don't know where I got the tune from, but it's, it's, it's the 
It's like the sweet hitchhiker. <laughs> <laughs> so you uh, you make your way into the into the the barracks, um, and uh, it's. I'm not tying my arm behind my back for the entire <laughs> session. It, it's. It's a bit of a navigation, but it's laid out very simply, so it's easy to find the centermost room in the chamber is likely the war room, so you you pass through a few circular hallways that lead to different rooms along the side that mostly contain armories and cots for soldiers, uh, different stock rooms, and you enter the, the central room, which is indeed the war chamber, and you find a uh, an orc who's just wearing um, very uh, short leather uh, breeches that end like right above the knee, um, and uh, a leather harness strap, like a set of leather straps as a harness that designed, again, not wearing too much to, to help with the heat, but he does have sort of the the heavy metal uh, pauldrons that sort of denote military status, the sort of red spiked uh, pauldrons that denote a member of the military. So wait, um, the bigger your pauldrons, the higher your rank? No, it just denotes that you are military. Oh, okay, I was about to say, because that means that like, everyone in Warcraft is at least like two-star general. <laughs> no. no they... Not all the pauldrons are that big. There are some that are quite small. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and those are peasants. Small ones still have to. Most, most of the cloth pauldrons are actually pretty small. There's um, a couple of metal. There's a, there's a, there's a pair of plate pauldron. You've seen them on my set. Yeah, the, the blue ones. That, that are not yeah. very big, yeah. There's like little... Um, but yeah, the 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 iconic grunt pauldrons that are sort of the uh, two tier raised uh, shoulder and the one smaller one that are covered in spikes is sort of the denotation of horde military. Uh, and there's a number of different um, styles on it, but that is sort of the this man is acting in the military right now. Sort of. Uh, you are in the horde, capital H. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, and he lo- he looks up at the group of you as he as you approach. From, he's looking out from from what looks to be a map of the region, and he's just kind of stroking this long this long brown beard that stretches down to about chest level, and his hair is kind of receding in the top, and he's got it pulled back into the top knot. He's uh, ah, you must be my newcomers from the Valley of Trials. Indeed, my name is Garthok, and I will be your overseer here while you serve. Tell me, what are your names? What should I call you? Garrick Cloudspeaker. I am Leaf Ironmender. Spirit Whisper. Shiana. Flame Carver. Thank you. He looks at the troll kind of expectantly. This is Jean Athol, Wild Walker. Yep. He does not speak well. Uh, or at all. Good. Just call me Josh. Ah, and our goblin friend. Will you be assisting this group as well? Certainly. Very well. It might be fun. Well, there are a number of tasks to be done by anyone who is willing, but for the moment, for the moment, you should all familiarize yourself with Razor Hill. Take the time to meet significant individuals. You want to meet, you'll want to meet our enchanter and the alchemist that works with him. You'll want to meet the innkeeper. You'll want to meet the blacksmith and the stable master. You'll want to. Get to know the village. Get, get to know the outpost before you start working. Can for you repeat it. that? Who do we want to meet? Uh, <laughs> everyone, everybody. Uh, the ones that he, the ones that he just listed were the enchanter and the alchemist that works with him, the innkeeper, the blacksmith, and the stable master. And he's kind of like it gave a general note of anyone else of import. So, get to know the outpost. Meet the people. 
It's meet and greet day. It's yeah, Shiana's not good at that. Oh, uh, good luck. Come with me. I mean, come with me. I'll, I'll introduce you. <laughs> She'll feed you to something. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll start. I'll start collecting a list of tasks while you're out introducing yourself and being introduced to the important people that you'll be working alongside. This is the Horde. We are a family. We are here to work as one. Acting independently or completely unaware of those you are serving to protect defeats the purpose. I stand up straight and look. <laughs> oh, green. Even our allies are part of the family. He said, looking down at the goblin. Well, then, where would you suggest we begin? Well... I would definitely recommend beginning with the Enchanter. He is the one who has had most need of aid recently. We'll stop there. Where would we find him? You'll find Grimlock. He is most often within his tent. It is the large purple affair uh, just off of the main uh, square. It's almost directly across from the barracks, actually. That will be our first destination, then, unless others have... Designs otherwise. All right, we get to do the intro fetch quests. All right, that lead in that uh, you know conclude the tutorial mission, or you get to interact with the world for once, as opposed to last campaign. No, yeah, no, no. Oh, yeah. Yes, <laughs> that's fair. intro fetch quests. <laughs> that that's that's how we interact with the world. I, I only interact with the world by by by, me, by method of quests. Look, if there's not an exclamation point over their head, there's no reason to talk to them. <laughs> if you don't have anything useful to say, why would I talk to you? No, don't you know how this works? You're supposed to talk to absolutely everybody because sometimes you know there's no, you, know, you hold the mouse over them and see if they uh, pop up as a name or as Nashkel peasant. Wait, wait, they have to they have to be an interactable object. If they're if they're just a world object, then you just ignore them. Everyone I, is important. Even simple yeah. cabbage merchants. Like you, you, know, you go to look at you try to talk to him and there's no reaction because he has no name or no dialogue. He's like, oh, okay, well, uh, I guess we don't deal with you. <laughs> All right. So, uh, you, you, if you have nothing else to do, and you walk out of the, you walk out of the barracks, and yeah, it, immediately across, um, there, there's sort of this circular. Uh, thoroughfare that sort of make that sort of merges all the roads of Razor Hill, and there's a signpost in the center of it that denotes directions to the nearest villages and outposts from Razor Hill. But across directly across this circular square, this circular square, <laughs> squared circle, <laughs> this uh, this this circular <laughs> courtyard. I mean, it's technically the town square. It's just a circle. It's just a circle. <laughs> the town circle. Um, the, uh, the town ovoid. Um, <laughs> directly across the town the, amoeba. <laughs> there is a yeah. There's, there's a a large purple tent that uh, is like not quite circus tent levels, but is definitely like ten to fifteen feet. Like this. This is a living tent, is not a, a walk not a. I'm staying in the woods for a night tent. tent. This is a. This is where I live. Tent. I see. Is, um, walking over that one. is there like a menagerie or a what you call it? A place where you keep animals for the purposes of war. That'd be stable. a stable. 
stable. Is that where it came to first? Well, I wasn't sure if there was like a separate like where they you know train it not riding beasts where they, they do training. Well, there is there is a war stable that is directly connected to the barracks, which is where the the war wolves are kept okay. and most of the war codos. Uh, yeah. Whereas the whereas the the inn state there's an there's the stable attached to the inn and the stable attached to the barracks. Yeah, and the stable attached to the barracks is more for the military mounts. Weak, docile writing things are not of interest to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so the enchanter's turn. All right. Yep. You 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 cross you cross the uh, the the square. Um, the circle. And you you come you enter the, the this large purple tent and immediately uh, it cools down almost immediately. Like there is. No connection between the inside of this tent and the temperature outside. It is nice and cool. Do we suddenly start steaming? And dry. (laughs) Um, It is cool and dry, and you step in, and it is low lit, uh, mostly with a sort of greenish uh, light. Sort of, uh, and as you look around, you see signs of uh, electrical lighting, um, which is. Not super common, but not unheard of. Um, and it's sort of these Ooh. these green um, pulsing bulbs that are just bzzz, like faintly uh, whirring um, as you step in and you look around. And it's there's there's a there's a table. There's like a a, a bench on the like a a store counter basically um, on the left on the left hand side, and it there's an extra room. Back there, that did not appear on the outside of the tent. Um, uh, and as you as as you step inside and you look around at, at the racks and shelves that are filled with uh, bottles and vials of like dust and pieces of animals and small gems and variety of scroll cases, uh, there's a a. Uh, a sound of magic, that sort of ephemeral humming noise of the something magical of magic. going on yes. uh, in one of those back rooms, and as as the as the flap opens, it stops for a minute. All right, hold on, and um, a moment later, you see a. At first glance, you say a dwarf steps out, which is odd because dwarves are part of the alliance. Second glance tells you an undead dwarf steps out. <laughs> Um, as you see the, uh, the, the pale, sallow skin of this short figure with the glowing yellow eyes uh, that mark the Forsaken. And his, his beard is, while still intact, is sort of gone from that bright, vibrant orange that a lot of dwarves have to more of a, like, a, a straw coloration as it's sort of darkened with age and the, and the small amount of decay. It's still attached to his face, but it seems almost like uh, you know how hay goes bad and how it kind of darkens and turns a little bit odd. Same kind of thing with his, with his with his beard. Uh, and his head is completely bald. There there's nothing up top aside from dead skin. Finally, somebody my size. <laughs> kind of. He's a little taller. Oh, than you. Yeah, a little taller. Than and he's also about seven of you wide. I imagine. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. He's four foot tall. But yeah, also seven. four foot wide. <laughs> yes, he's square. Right. Um, but it's Dwarves fit into perfect squares. Uh, he he, ste- he steps out from behind. Ah! You must be newcomers. What can I do for you? We are here to introduce ourselves to the town. You would be the enchanter. Aye, that's me. Grimlark Rotspine at your service. 
It's good to see a few friendly faces come through every now and then. I'll do the introductions. <laughs> uh, you introduce all of you. Yep. All of you. Right. Is there... Uh, we are currently... Our, our current assignment is to meet the town, but is there anything in addition you might require aid from us on? Well, Sita uh, has been out uh, collecting ingredients for her portions. Uh, sorry, Sita's the alchemist who works with me. Sita Kiever. Uh, she is... Uh, well... A bit headstrong, to say the least, and uh, tends to get herself in over her head uh, with some of the ingredients she needs to uh, retrieve. And so, if you find yourself heading out uh, west into Duratar, uh, keep an eye out for her. You can't miss her. She's the Forsaken with a massive backpack full of supplies, typically. Human Forsaken, I should say. I know. I don't exactly make the best first impression of being easily easy to spot. What was her name? Sita? Sita Kiever. Sita Kiever. C-E-T-A space K-E-E-V-E-R. Okay. Forsaken Human? Yeah. What was the dwarf's name again? Uh, Grimlark Rotspine. Grimlark Rotspine. Rotspine, okay. His spine rotted. Or at the very least, everything around it. Well, that's why he's a dwarf. He was a human, but like like the, the upper the upper uh, the upper two feet of spine in the way. Very well. We'll keep an eye out for Sita if we head out that way. All right. And, uh, of course, if you need anything magical, if you need spells and enchantments, I'm the man that you're going to want to see. I'm sort of the primary source of magical power for Razor Hill, if you're looking for the arcane. Right. So. Yeah. We actually don't have any arcane practitioners. Yeah, no. Uh, technically. Rune Mastery is arcane. Technically. technically. Well, we'll keep that in mind. Thank you for your time. It's good to meet the lot of you. I'll get back to my work now if you don't mind. Onwards um, to more quests. Onwards to more people. I guess go meet the blacksmith next. Anyone important? Man, I'm, I'm massively underselling the incredible value of having that pop-up tab that keeps track of all your side quests is. Call a journal. Uh, head to the blacksmith? Yep. And as you, you approach, the blacksmith is open air, because, again, it's very hot, and adding more heat on top of that makes it even worse, so they've definitely opened it up to the air so the heat can dissipate. Question. Yes. Because I worked as a peon for a while, do I already know some of these people? You might. Do you have knowledge local? Uh, No. Not. Just roll me a general intellect check. I do, however, have trade blacksmithing and carpentry, which is why I asked. Yeah. Seven. Seven. Uh, most of your work was in, when, like, the few times that you've been through Razor Hill, you didn't really speak too much. You were mostly there to do your job and get and get back to Orgrimmar, so you didn't really interact with a lot of people. Um, so you're, you're more familiar with the layout of the town than most people would be coming in for the first time, but you don't know most of the people. <laughs> oh yes, I built that wall. I don't know who lives behind it now, but I built that wall. <laughs> yeah, sort of. That, that sort of thing. 
Um, Blacksmith, introduce ourselves again. Yep. See, and this. I, I'm not going with them. Where are you headed? Uh, I'm that war stable where all the animals are. Bro. All right. See, so you. While while they're heading off to the while they're heading off to the blacksmith, uh, you make your way around the back of the barracks to the war stables, and you see. Um, a number of wolves and raptors and kodos that are all um, mostly resting, and you can see there are stacks of armor that are laid out. Like each individual mount's armor is laid out on a rack next to where where it rests in the stable. And there's uh, as you as you enter, there's just the you know the, the first rap the first wolf that you approach just kind of offers you a, a warning growl, just sort of a I'm sleeping, back off. Well, back. <laughs> uh, I'm going to um, uh, broaden my shoulders and move up a bit, sort of signifying not not in a I want to be alpha way, more of in a I you know I am not I'm not afraid. <laughs> I'm not afraid of you. You're not my alpha. I'm not your alpha. Mm-hmm. We're equal. Um, kind of... I know there's an animal handling skill. Is it literally handle animal? animal? Roll me handle animal. Yeah. <laughs> handle animal. Or as my typo says, handle animacle. Uh, that's a natural twenty. Yeah. <laughs> you the uh, you 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 know make yourself broader and stand and like stand taller and you know uh, offer a growl back and the the wolf um, looks at you and doesn't continue to growl but you know is giving you this look of all right yeah I see you. <laughs> Yeah, we're working on this. I, I'm not like those those stupid animal trainers. This is not an animal you train. This is a person that you interact with and make aware of. Uh, but if there if there are raptors here, I'm particularly in- intrigued by the raptors. Um, yeah, there's there's a handful of raptors. There's not too many. Um, you do you do notice that there is um, a uh, raptor. There is. A troll, a uh, blue blue skin, uh, with sort of like bright red hair that is just kind of swept back, um, uh, tending to one of the raptors, um, giving it uh, a, a slab of meat uh, to eat as it as it works on getting the armor off of it. It looks like this might be the, the raptor's rider who is just coming from uh, probably a scouting mission. The um, well, it would be safe to presume that all raptors here are. Possessed by some individual to the to to the from 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 your understanding, most of the war mounts here have a rider. Okay. Yeah. Where would be the ones that are in training? Because I know obviously you know there's going to be younger raptors that they raise rather than catch from the wild. Uh, that one you're not sure about because I mean <laughs> one in character you honestly don't know that much. Uh, but, I mean because well, that's where I grew up though. Yeah, but uh, out of character. Most animals that are raised are not raised in Razor Hill. Okay. Razor Hill is an outpost. It's not like this isn't a city. Yeah. You know, the, this is a this is a place where where a handful of people live. Some mostly mostly tradesmen and farmers and craftsmen. But this isn't a city where like civilians whose job is being a civilian. There's no there's not like the there's not like the you know the flower the flower girl doesn't live in Razor Hill. She lives in Orgrimmar. Yeah. You know everyone here. Mostly serves a practical purpose, um, and so anyone, children aren't practical. Anyone? It, it, well, it's, it's like the, it's like that military town, you know, like military towns where it's yeah, there's people who run the Walmart, there's people who run the grocery stores, but you're gonna have to drive an hour to go to a movie theater. Yeah, 
And so you know the 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 the, the, the place where the, 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 the place where the place where animals would be trained would probably be either north to Orgrimmar or south to Senjin Village. Okay. So definitely not in Razor Hill. Uh, Both of those are a two-day ride. So yeah. Uh, I'm going to just walk amongst amongst the raptors and get a feel for. If there is an alpha here, or if they're all, or if this is a sort of situation where they they come in from so many different places, like are they stationed here and they've got an like an established sort of grouping, or is it there's so many in and out that there's uh, roll me a sense motive. Um. There's definitely there's definitely a number of animals that are like only here temporarily as part of like moving military mm-hmm. units, and so they they definitely are like sort of outside of any hierarchy that might form. But there is a vague sort of of the scouts that are stationed here in Razor Hill that stay here all the time. Among their mounts, there is one that seems to be the one that is in charge of the stables. The the raptor that is in charge of the stables is this large black scaled raptor that uh, has. Um, a small line of feathers like around the back of its head that sort of vaguely poke out and you see like it's had uh, a number of markings um, I want to say painted because you can't really tattoo scales but yeah. it's, it's permanent like they like sort of permanently died uh, uh, in the markings of the horde that are like adorning it alright this one I will approach and I will make the the subordinate maneuver, you know, where you kind of go down, lift the head up to show that th- my throat's exposed, I understand that you are the stronger being here, you know, ingratiate myself to the pack. Alright, uh, Roman handling in. Get eaten. <laughs> That's a 19 on the die. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, you, uh, you, you prostrate, you basically you prostrate yourself before the, before yeah. the raptor, and it sort of leans down and gets a closer look at you and, you know, takes a sniff and gets a smell of you and understands who you are as you're sort of introducing yourself to it. And after after a moment of understanding you and getting your scent, it just kind of leans back and sort of di- lifts its head, like sort of dismissing you. Okay. I, I'm, I'm going to just kind of continue around, you know, establishing a place among this, the, the pack of regular raptors that are here. Um, and make myself known to the other beasts... But the raptors are the ones that I'm more yeah. establishing the right, place so. with. While you're doing that, uh, the rest of you, you make your way to the blacksmith, and um, you you hear the uh, you hear before you see the sound of, of hammer on anvil. You know the sound of metalwork being done. The ting ting. ting. Uh, and as you as you approach, you see this large. Basically, there is. Almost like a gazebo, there's there there are these series of wooden pillars, or like wooden posts that hold up a one of those like the those, those red sort of metal slate roofs with like a that that uh, keep the rain off of the equipment, and then there's a rise in the center of it that allows the smoke to escape out. Um, and there's a, just a central forge right in the middle that is that has is being stoked by one orc. Uh, while two more, one is working on a breastplate right now, another one's working on a long sword. There's a there's a trio of orcs, um, one female and two males that are currently 
handling the the forge. What's the um, not Loktar, the other Lok- Thrall Hall or Thronka? Which one means what? Uh, Thrall Hall is basically um, it's sort of the Hail Caesar, but it's more directed about Thrall. You know, it's sort of the like you know, it's sort of the you know, War Chief's blessing sort Thrall of thing. Hall. Yeah. And, and then Thronka is just sort of the hello, sort of the, the formal greeting. Okay. What's that one? Thronka. T h r o m apostrophe k a. T h r o m apostrophe what? K a. Thromka. Thromka. So, approaching Thrall Hole. I'll call out. <laughs> Thrall Hole! One of the other ones, one of the, the one working on the on the breastplate calls out, sort of, as he's as he's like hammering the shape out. Um, the uh, the woman working the one working the bellows like uh, puts it down for a second and approaches. Ah! I haven't seen your lot here before. You must be newcomers. Newly arrived from the Valley of Trials. Ah. Fresh members of the Horde. Welcome. Uh, Commander Garthok instructed us to introduce ourselves to the various uh, members of Razor Hill. <laughs> I do the introductions again. And remark that there is uh, a troll somewhere. Just <laughs> 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 Wild Walker. <clears throat> I'm Cran. This is uh, Ugar, is our weaponsmith, she says, pointing at the one working on the sword. And Wark is our armorsmith. I handle everything in between. Horseshoes, uh, fittings for wagons, and anything too large and Kren, heavy for Ugar these two, she says, giving a smirk. Kren, Ugar, and... Uh, Kren, Ugar, and Wark. Ugar and Wark. How do you pronounce that? Uh, Wark. W-U-A-R-K. Work, but weird. Work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything in particular you require um, in in the immediate sense? More ore would always be useful. Um, we get shipments every now and then, but it's never quite enough to make it through to the next shipment. We always end up having to scrounge what we can or send scouting parties out to mine some. Mining isn't exactly my specialty, do any of you? Brick? Brick mines. <laughs> I, I am more on the crafting side, carpenter and blacksmith myself. Mm. Uh, if you got any decent gatherers, she's just looking at brick. Uh, we could always use more ore. Iron, especially, but some tin would be appreciated. Keep an eye out. Do you have any trade skills at all? Uh, actually, I was going to take one, and then I forgot to. Uh, I think you had leather working. I, I was going to do leather working. And poison making, I think. Right. Thank you. You remember yeah. better than I do. Where do I put trade skills? At the bottom, just underneath Bottom the... skills. Yeah. And... Well, I will keep an eye out for the ore. Yes, iron and tin. Copper is good, too, but less useful than the other two. I could use the copper. Uh, I would inquire about uh, any kind of usage of the different types of steel. If they, if they are using tin, um, if they're familiar with the uh, spring steel, and so are some of the little 
Spring work, little, little, little wind up things, and spring work's more my field. She says between yeah. uh, yeah. the other two. Yeah. So, so spring, spring work is more of what I deal with. Um, we've got some use for spring steel. It's actually the uh, the horde, uh, the demolishers make a good amount of use out of it, keeping the bas- the arm basket. I'm the one who works in the siege engines. She says yeah. between the, oh, okay. the point between the two of them, right. the the spring baskets. It helps create tension for a better launch, and also helps relax uh, impact when the when the basket comes back down to stop it from damaging the demolisher. Yes. We use spring steel a lot for our war machines. Cool. Good to know. Elton, if we find any ore in our in our duties, we will be sure to mark it off for you. Well, good to meet all of you. We need to get back to work, and she's heads back and takes a hand on the bellows again and starts making sure the fire's still hot. Who else would need an innkeeper? Innkeeper. There was one more I forgot to write down. Um, stable master. Stable, stable master, master. Yeah. thank you. Head over to the inn to meet the innkeeper and stable master, I guess, then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes sense. <clears throat> right. Uh, so you you head over to the you head over to the inn and you step inside. It's the inn is one large room, like it's just one giant common area, and there are sort of like uh, rents, like like uh, holes dug out of the wall for beds. Uh, and so it's sort of this, this very common bed, this common bedding area where it's just like you have. Uh, you ever seen like um. If, imagine like the the Tokyo like the the, the capsule hotels. Oh. If the capsule was turned sideways and was horizontal rather than straight at, rather than in sure. rather than deep. Okay. Uh, so it's just like you know these these like individual beds that are basically uh, cloth and pillow set on top of these small rock uh, outcroppings that have been dug into the side of the of the of the inn's walls. And then there's just a big common area for everyone. Common and not sleeping. They're called bunks. <laughs> That's Except they're not. They're they're not freestanding. Like they're no, in the wall. Yeah. In, in in that's they're still called bunks in that instance. Basically, yeah. But uh, and they're and they're sort of they're sort of stacked too high. There's there's one lower there's one lower ring of bunks and one higher ring. Um, and um, and in, in handling the center where there's sort of this cooking fire in the middle of the room. And again, you see the the opening in the roof for the for the smoke to get out. Um, like to bind my hearthstone? <laughs> you don't have one. It's a magic item. You can find some. It's uh, like a basket of hearthstones over here. <laughs> uh, is, a, is an orc, uh, sort of more red of hair, with a short beard that's kind of trimmed right like right below the chin, but uh, sort of a, a very tall and very thin mohawk that is running kind of wild along the, along, along the center of his head as he looks up as he's turning a, a, leg, of, a leg of meat on the fire. Ah, readings. Fresh faces. Throw a hole in the key. It's nice to be drunk in the crowd. (laughs) 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 She doesn't have. I like you. (laughs) I once again do the introductions. Uh, I'm Gro- I'm Grosk Grosk flesh cl- Grosk flesh cleaver. It's hard to say his name. Grosk 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 flesh cleaver. Grosk. Okay. I'm the innkeeper here. It's good to see all of you. And I imagine you're new in town, just out of the Valley of Trials. You have that fresh-faced, unsure of your future look about you. <laughs> 
I just look at him like, like yeah, exactly. <laughs> that about sums it up. Well, all of us except for him. Yes. I just tag along. New goblin friends. Yes. Always good to see one of you. You always bring interesting things to the table whenever you're in town. I look at my bag. In this particular case, he was being brought to the table by Harpies. Ah, good. You've been rescued from that fate. That's not a pleasant way to go. Uh, didn't seem like it at the time. In retrospect, it still doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not thinking about it now. <laughs> well, uh, I imagine most of you will be staying at the barracks for the most for the duration of your uh, stay with the for your service in the military, but. Anytime you're free roaming on your own, you're welcome to stay here if you're in Razor Hill. Are there any um, <clears throat> odd jobs or tasks you require of new blood? Uh, no, I'm mostly good right now, but if anything comes up, I will make sure to let Garthok know that I need a hand or two, and they'll let you all know. Good to know. Still, welcome to Razor Hill. I'm sure you'll... <laughs> Have a good time. And we'll go and talk to the stable master. All right. The last person on our list. That's a start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you also said no, anyone in We're not going to talk to anybody else. <laughs> stable master, and we'll go back to Garthon. You people. I'm talking to people. Well, no, actually, I'm not. You're talking to animals. You gave I'm us, interacting with NPCs. You gave us a short list. We followed the short list. I feel like I'm getting an idea of who's Scottish in this village gonna... before I start talking to people. This is, why, this is why I wish Jack was in this game, because he interacts with everybody in his name. With that, Shiana's just going to walk through. Are you important? Are you important? Are you important? Is your life meaningful? K important. Um, the stable master, as you learn, is a troll. Female troll. Um, uh, she's uh, uh, quite tall, actually. Her skin is kind of a teal green, and her green hair is kind of braided in waves behind her, and there's a pair of braids rest around, rest around chest height. Also, we would talk to more people, but we were given specific orders, and we're in the military. So. <laughs> he also said anyone import of importance. Yeah. Yeah. He, so he said ingratiate yourself to the town. You left it kind of open. He said, like, he said make sure to check these peeps out. He, he said, meet, make sure you meet these people, but meet the town, because these are the yes. people you're going to be working with and protecting for the yep. next little while. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, socialize. Socialize. So the stable master, she, she's kind of like reigning in uh, a, a an ill-tempered Kodo who's kind of thrashing wildly, and it's a massive beast. And you kind of wonder how anyone can really keep a Kodo when it's angry down. But she kind of grabs it by the horns and stares at it in the face, and no, you quiet down. And it kind of shuts up after a bit of after a bit of staring. She kind of stands up straight again. Ah, fresh blood. What brings you to raise a hill? We are fresh from the Valley of Trials, sent by Commander Garthok to get to know the village for the outpost. Well, good to meet all of you. My name be Shojami. Okay, how do you spell that? S-H-O-J-A. S? S-H-O-J-A. Okay. Apostrophe. M-Y. How is it pronounced? Shojami. Shojami. Okay. So jammy. It's a hard. It's a hard. So jammy. It's a jammy. It's a jammy. So jammy. So okay. Show me. Sure. Show me. 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 Show me
show what? Why are we showing you? <laughs> show me. Show me now. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at the lines. <laughs> I mean, a stable master for the civilian stables. They got a different one for the war stables. Actually, he mostly sees me when he got problems with the war stables. So, I mean, I'm <clears throat> basically the stable master of both. But, I'd be the one who in charge of the civilian stables. Uh, and so if uh, after you're done with your stint with the military, if you need to bring your mounts in and rest for the evening, I'll be the one who keep them safe. There was one who met us when we arrived, uh, Soul Scar. Oh, me, yes. He's the one who brings most of the newcomers' mounts into the stables for me to take care of. Mm. Ogni, he's an interesting fellow, a bit one-track mind, but a uh, good man. Good no. Are there any uh, particular issues that you would require our skill set with? If you're military, you know how to fight, you know how to handle a weapon. If you see any harpies on the road, stick your blades in them. They've been hunting down my mounts. I've been losing uh, too many rental mounts. You'll be, good to, you'll be happy to know we've burnt, we burnt a nest on our way up here. I'll be starting to lay nest down south. Mm. That's not a good thing. But, good you burnt him out. It was a smaller one. I counted four. Four, four. Yes. <clears throat> well, good you got him before they were able to set up shop and breed. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I agree. <laughs> Shiana just anyway, stares anyway. at Charles. Here anyway, anyway, anyway. we go. I go into the story a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, good to see all of you. Welcome to Razor Hill. Um, are there any shamans in the outpost? Good question. Let me make sure I have my list here. Uh, yes. Uh, if you look at the SWAT, I will go introduce myself. You can typically find SWAT um, out by the barracks, uh, usually... Uh, there's a series of tents where the, the uh, spiritual folk that serve in the military like to stay. You'll find him around there. Very well, thank you. Um, I will need to go speak with the shamans. Those of you <clears throat> would like to speak with others while we're here, in a few hours, we should probably meet back at the barracks to reconvene with Commander Garthok. Well, my specialty aligns with yours, so I will... Feel free to join me, then. (laughs) Take care. Please don't start any fights. (laughs) I say, (laughs) turning (laughs) my look to... (laughs) I love meeting new people. Yes, meet them. Don't meet them. (laughs) Okay. Uh, we'll break apart then, and then uh, the two of us will head over towards the shaman tent, or to the spiritual, spiritual tent. The healer's tents. Yeah, the, the, the voodoo lounge. <laughs> the voodoo lounge. <laughs> Hi, everybody, come to the voodoo lounge. Just flew in from Orgrimmar and wore my arms tired. <laughs> Alright, so you two, you two are heading to meet the, the healers. Yes. Um, what are the rest of you up to? I'm going to head west and see if I can find uh, Sita. If I see the keyword, you're gonna yeah, start heading start heading out of town a yeah, little bit. Just kind of get yeah. a look. Yeah. yeah. And another happy. Shit. <laughs> 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 Brick, Shauna. 
Shauna's gonna go off on her own, and she is gonna kind of wander, just watching people, seeing if anyone looks like they're like important. Mm. Shauna's gonna go find the rogue trainer. Worth her time. (laughs) You say that. (laughs) (laughs) I know what's going on. Um, I know how this works. Rick, what are you up to? I'll probably look around the shop. Look around the shops. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, there's a uh, as you as you ask around, you learn about um, the the general store is run by an orc by the name of Jark. Jark. Uh, J- <laughs> like it's like Jerk but with an A. Pushing like it's like pushing up on my legs. That sounded painful. No, it's you good. Just did Actually, it. it sounded quite relieving. I, I it mean, is. <laughs> sorry, it's just yeah. the yeah, uh, Jark. Um, oh my gosh, it's in my face too. Uh, <laughs> Jark's a uh, sort of middle-aged orc, got a ball in the head, but, you know, long beard, and he I'll just he, he sort of runs the general store that is the main store, the main general store of, of Razor Hill, which sort of takes in goods from all the surrounding villages and buys and buys and trades and sells. Uh, and he's the one that you'll be looking for for any, like, typical trade goods or um, food or rations or um, some raw materials as opposed to work stuff. Um... Uh, if you're lo- like the, you already met the blacksmiths. Yeah. Um, the uh, the bowyer uh, is an orc by is a male by, is a male orc by the name of Grot. G H R A W T. I know orc names are so easy to spell, aren't they? <laughs> Grot. Um, the the butcher, the one where you'll get most of your meat supplies from, is a man by the name of Grimtack. Grimtack. Um, and the uh, the lots of grim, the, lots of grim names. The, the seamster, who is actually a guy, uh, is by the name of uh, Qtac. Lots of grim and tax. C U T A C. What? So like a grim fairy tale set in Texas? Yeah. I would think any set fairy tale set in Texas would be grim or tall. Just a rattlesnake around. <laughs> um, and you, you sort of you wander around the shop. And you get a few, and you get a, a few other people that that handle a few other stores. But that, it's a it's an outpost. There aren't a lot of shops. There, there's your basic stuff. Like if you imagine like a Wild West frontier town, that's kind of what this is. You know, there's the general store, and there's the guy who runs the Smith, and like basically three stores beside that. You know. The signs pretty much tell you what what, what they're (laughs) saloon, general (laughs) store, you know, bullets. Yeah. (laughs) Alright, I'm gonna just look around and probably look at the list and see to get some stuff. Alright. This thing we're gonna have to worry about uh, certain members of the party getting into like high noon gun duels or something. (laughs) 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 But um, the deal with you in just a second. Um, yes. These two, uh, you head over to the tents where, yeah, most of the the shamans and priests and the uh, druids are uh, set up, and they they tend to keep mostly to themselves. They sort of um, they have their their communion, their their spiritual rituals, uh, and um, there's only a handful of them present right now. Uh, there's. Um, a uh, a druid, a troll, who you name uh, learn the name is uh, Jabul. Uh, there's a uh, a priest. 
who is also a troll. She's a she's a troll by the name of Tai Jin, um, and a shaman again by the name of by the name of Swart, who is an orc. S W A R T. Yes. Like SWAT, but with an R in the middle of it. Yeah. From car. Brothers. Uh, the the ore kind of looks up. Ah, Thromka newcomers. We are from the Valley of Trials, newly newly come. Uh, I am a shaman. My ally here is a priest. Come to introduce ourselves to our fellows. Uh, my name is Swart. Swart's Swart Stormcaller. And I am the resident shaman of Razor Hill. A number move through, but I am the one stationed here to make sure that the spirits are kept safe around this region. How many shaman and various people are there? That are right that are there right now? Yeah. Uh, it's probably about maybe six or seven. <laughs> Garrick Cloudspeaker. Leak Firemender. Uh, you must be the priest. Abitai Jin, priestess of Aloha. Who be you and who you follow? You be Leaf, yes? Yes, Leaf Ironmender. Hey, uh. Okay. I'm trying to think of how. Yeah. Practitioner uh, of the Holy Light yep. is typically the. Yeah. I am Leaf Ironmender, a practitioner of the Holy Light. Ah. It'd not be usual to see one of you around here. The closest thing we get is uh, the Tauren with their uh, sun walkers, the followers of the sun. But I've heard of them. Hmm. Be interesting to see one of you around here. I'd be glad to have conversation with you when you got free time. It certainly is interesting learning all all the ways of the world. There be many fates among the hordes. No one's fate be rejected outright. It's certainly a welcome change. <laughs> I imagine you have the look of a half-breed. You Indeed. Com- where you come from, boy? I forget, we talked, we talked about the town. Woody Bay. Yeah. The yeah. Stranglethorn. <clears throat> well, from, uh, Booty Bay, parents, uh, they wanted peace. They were both, in certain ways, uh, fed up with their uh, resident factions. People who wanted to find their own way among Indeed. the goblin towns. Well, you're, you're here among family now. I understand being a half-breed in the outside world not always be the easiest. And... I imagine there'd even be some among the horde who'll give you trouble, but... Yes. Here you among friends. Thank you. Anytime. If you ever need conversation, spiritual or otherwise, I'd be here. And of course, should you ever require my aid? Of course. Be interesting to have one of the holy light around here. We have, shall we say... A new arrow in the quiver. Stormcaller. Yes. Have you felt the disturbance of the spirits of late? I have. They are uneasy. They sense something coming, something large, but their words aren't enough to describe it. What do you make of it? 
I do not know. The last time I saw this unrest was on Dranor. Durotal was quiet last night. Yes, even the ocean was calm. Unusual. As if the spirits were hiding. I have journeyed. I have seen both the Eastern Kingdoms and Kalimdor. And I never have I known it to be that quiet. No, it's not normal. <clears throat> and it gives me an ill feeling. Indeed. I would keep your eyes open and be careful. Are there any communion rituals that might be done to ascertain what the problem is? We've been trying, but the spirits are confused. I suspect not even they fully understand what is happening. The spirits of Earth have the most to say, and they speak of rumblings beneath, but do not wish to speak further. Something awoken beneath the ground. I am uncertain. We've tried to find what the answer might be, but to no avail. I suspect the only thing we can do is prepare for the worst and be ready. Do we have any idea when this turbulence will arrive? None. So we best be on alert until it comes. Know only that it will come. Is there anything that you need of me, brother? Ah, at the moment, no. You are welcome to rest here if you need it, though. We do most of our communion around these tents to stay away from most of the heat, but... Let me return. We must return to Commander Garthok and find our first task. Aside from introducing ourselves to the others. All right. Yeah, we'll do with you, and then we'll go to... Uh, um, Josh, because you're the one heading out of town real quick. What's your full name again? Uh, I don't know how to pronounce her name. Could you spell it? Jafarson. Starship. It's like Martian, but you cough at the beginning. It's like Jefferson with an A instead of an E. It's Jefferson's name. No, it's spelled Jefferson. Jefferson. Spell Jefferson. Yeah. Jafar. I just spelled it with Jeff. Jafar from Jafar instead of Jeffer. Jefferson. So it's kind of like Starship. to the A. The Starship or Spaceship? Starship. Starship. Jefferson. Like Jafar from, like from Aladdin. Almost. Yeah. Jefferson Starship. Yeah. AKA Jefferson, but way overpronounced. <laughs> AKA Josh. Yes. yes. Um, but yeah, uh, you as you're as you're wondering, go ahead and roll me a spot check. I get it. It's nice. Uh, so, well, let me roll for him. As you oh, find the rogue trainer, or as the rogue trainer finds you. Yes, yeah. probably more accurate. As the rogue trainer finds you. Oh yeah. Um. So you're you're kind of looking around and uh, just kind of meandering, kind of loitering and keeping an eye on everything, uh, and you just kind of hear a low voice behind you. Just <coughs> you're looking for trouble. Maybe. We'll stay out of it in my town. 
It turns hard. around. <laughs> turn around, and you come face to face with a uh, an orc wearing all black leathers. Um, it's he he has more of his body covered than anyone else that you've seen most of the time, which is saying something because it's really hot. So you imagine he's either sweating or in real good control of his body temperature. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a short, almost purple beard that is just barely off of the bottom of his chin. Purple's one of the hair colors that orcs can have. It's really dark. It's like almost a, like a deep violet. Um, and it just kind of rests right around here, like just off the chin. Um, and there's like a series of knives across both of his arms, and his belt is covered in them as well. And uh, he's got the the symbol of the horde on the like on the breast of his tunic, but in a flap that's very easily concealed in case he needs to hide it. Um, yes, I'm an orc that's not with the horde. <laughs> well, it's sort of like. I'm acting in terms of official military, or I'm being I'm being just a criminal right now, yeah. you know. Um, and, and he sort of uh, he sort of looks down at you. He stands a good foot taller than you, which is impressive that he managed to sneak up on you. Um, the name's Kaplak, and here I keep an eye on the criminal elements of this town. So watch yourself. What's his name? Kaplak. K a p l a k. Like caps lock, but not. <laughs> and why would you assume I'm criminal? Well, you're standing around in the middle of nowhere doing nothing but watching people and dressed in such a way that implies you like to not be seen when you don't want to be. And, uh, which is impressive that you managed to hide yourself that well because you stand out normally. Maybe I'm just new to town. Are you? You look like you just came out of the Valley of Trials. Yes. Well, I might have use for someone like you, someone who can get around unseen. I'm good at it, but I'm a bit of a known quality around here in Razor Hill, so... You're working for Garthok, I get it, but occasionally I'll have a job for you. And uh, I appreciate you keeping it quiet. The more people know that Cap lacks hiring outside help, the less helpful the outside help is. It's fine, I don't talk to people. Good. I like it that way. <laughs> All right. This is going to be a very productive relationship. <laughs> <laughs> and he just kind of turns and... And two sessions later, Shiana's dead? Okay, move on. <laughs> he just kind of turns and walks oh, off, and he just disappears in a crowd of people, <laughs> just like, she's gonna be immediately. All right. So, that's you. Josh, you make your way west out of town. Uh-huh. And you looking start for people. looking around for people. Um, go ahead and roll me a search check. Oh, a search check? Yeah. Oh, no. He's going to be... Search is, in, search, search is, search is intelligence place. Yes, yeah, I know. Search is different. Search I can do. Search I get a little plus instead of a minus. <laughs> and by little, I mean massive. Okay, I rolled a 10. Did you do that thing where you put, like, 16 of your 25 points into intelligence that you could have an 18? No, I've only got 16 intelligence so far. But we, we can do things. I rolled a 10, though. 10? <laughs> because I'm not paying attention, evidently. I mean, that's enough. It's not... It's yeah, I mean, not. Yeah, I know, it's not as simple. Because if I see anything moving around here, I can probably focus on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so the thing you, the thing you do notice... Um, 
as you walk just outside of view of the watchtower, basically. Like you're just yeah. around the corner from, from where the watch from where the watchtower can actually see. Uh, you see in the distance uh, a shape getting closer, followed by several shapes slightly further off. And okay. you and you start to focus and you look and you Is see you see a humanoid you see a humanoid shape running towards you carrying a, like a large sack and immediately behind her are the shapes of four humanoid almost pig-like entities that are running with with, with spears <clears throat> and their their backs are kind of adorned with these large sharp spines as they're chasing after this what you get a better look and see is definitely an undead humanoid definitely an undead human woman oh, okay. Uh, okay like long kind of seaweed green hair kind of trailing behind her as she runs with this large pack as she uh, is running in your direction. She just kind of pulls something off her belt, uncorks it, and throws it behind her. And there's a splash as a as a spray of acid um, impacts with the uh, with the with the group of quillbores, and they kind of like uh, um, sputter off and uh, detach as they as they deal with the acid that just splashes so in their still, face, and it well, gets her a bit. Still within uh, Close proximity to the watchtower. Yeah, kind of. I got to yell up there and see if they notice. Yeah, you you give you, you give you give a shout up, yeah. and uh, someone on the watchtower looks down at you, I looks over at where you're indicating, uh, gives a shout over to the rest of the watchtower, and a few seconds later, you see like that. three you see like three or four orcs with longbows just like stand on top of the watchtower and start pulling arrows back. I'm gonna let the crossbow. And All right, go ahead and roll me an attack. All right. Do they ring a bell of warning or anything like that? Uh, for, no. four for four quill wars? Know, really. Maybe. <laughs> Eleven. Uh, that's... I mean, if they're running, they're flat-footed. Yeah, they're actually... They are They're flat-footed, um, but their armor's still decent, yeah. so it's still... Right. Uh, actually, no, they're not wearing any armor. These are, these are just random dudes. So, no, yeah, you hit them. Oh, okay. Uh, let's do this. Uh, six points of damage. Nice. The marbles of enemies not paying attention to you. Uh, well, um, <laughs> he's already injured from the acid. So, with the uh, with the crossbow bolt, you launch it, and one of the and this crossbow bolt digs into the neck of one of these quillbores and is splashing acid off of his face. He is ah! and falls over. One down. Uh, and at this at this point, a rain of arrows comes down from the watchtower, and it just <laughs> digs into the quillbores and. The like one that doesn't die from the from the hail immediately turns and starts running away as as this this undead woman kind of catches up to your position and stops and turns around, not breathing hard because she's undead. Right. She, so she doesn't tire. Correction: not breathing, not breathing. Not breathing. I mean, they can yeah. breathe voluntarily. Yeah, they, they just don't to. need to. Why would they have? She she's like stops and straightens up with that with that complete like economy of motion of someone who is not tired, you know, and just kind of turns and looks. At the quillboards as they're turning away. Uh, well, that was productive. Uh, so, did you lose anything on the? <laughs> uh, she looks down. Uh, just a vial of acid, and uh, looks back up. Uh, oh, sorry. Good to meet you. Thank you for that. Uh, I'm see the keeper. Ah, uh, uh, call me Josh. Ah, Josh. <laughs> well, I thank you for the assistance in calling the guards. Yes, um, I was. Uh, uh, talking to Jumblock earlier, I just thought I'd come out and see what you were up to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, uh, I was, well, gathering Thunderbloom from around the oh. Quillboard dens, and uh, unfortunately, they're very territorial and don't take kindly to <laughs> trespassers. I see. Ah, uh, well, what brings you to Razor Hill? Oh, uh, 
Actually, uh, I was just minding my own business and got picked up by a bunch of harpies. <laughs> Fortunately, a little group of well, folks uh, helped me out, and I'm just kind of following them now. That is one of the benefits of being undead. The harpies tend to leave you alone. Also being a woman, but that means they would yeah. just kill you instead. But right. I'm not even worth meat to yes. them. But I'm just kind of following this group along this new to the area, and they were, we were just uh, introducing ourselves to everybody around, and I just thought I'd head out this direction. Well, I thank you for that, and uh, I should probably get back to Grimlark before he starts to throw a tantrum, so <laughs> I will see you later if you're ever in, if you're ever in need of enchantment or alchemy, see me in Grimlark. Okay. And she kind of, like, starts walking by. And... I'm going to head out and see if they, if the... Get the quill board dropped anything when they die? Yes. <laughs> see if they had anything on them. <laughs> Loot the quill boards! Uh, sure, go ahead. Um... I mean, hey, he's, he's the goblin of the party. I it's his song. job to loot everything. <laughs> yeah, you know, the thing that I hate is that the monster guy never gives you like a loot table for anything. Right. You just have to. Um, but it's uh, they they have um, about uh, three javelins each, so you find about nine of them on the three that okay, died. So I'll pick up. Um, yeah. And uh, they each have a short spear as well for their for their own personal use. There's three short spears and nine javelins. Okay. Um, their armor ruined by the acid. Uh, right. What little they had is could, basically gone. I could turn those javelins into something um, else. Uh, but they do have. How? Um, Carpentry metal isn't e- isn't as easily eaten by acid. Like uh, so yeah. you do find um, one pole makes lots of arrows. About uh, fifteen copper. Worth of coins on them okay. that they seem to have looted off of various people. Right. This big of a pole makes a couple of arrows. Uh, I'm just going to pick up everything and bring it in. And yeah. I'm going to head, head over to the uh, uh, metal working. The, the, the blacksmith? Yeah, blacksmith's place. And just, uh, uh, is there a separate uh, uh, armory type place? Uh, there's the armory in the barracks in the, uh, in the general <laughs> store if you wanted to. Go somewhere else, but the blacksmith is probably the place where you want to sell weapons. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I just want to turn in the javelins and spears and see if they can use them. Uh, well, you head over. You head over to the blacksmith, and uh, once again, you see um, uh, you see uh, Cran uh, kind of uh, looks over at uh, Ugar. We've got uh, someone with some stuff to sell. <laughs> And uh, the orc who's working on the sword kind of puts the long sword in the quenching bowl and steps over. All right, you've got some weapons to Just, sell. Uh, looks like. Yeah. Maybe you could use some of these around here. All right. Um, what's the base price on javelins and short spears? They're gold. They're but, I, but that's you know, yeah, that's... I imagine these are not the same quality of javelin. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to get the base price. These are going to be. Yeah. Are they both the gold? Yes. Javelins are gold, they, short spears are gold. They're very similar weapons. Okay. Yeah, There's sure. not significant difference. It's a stick with a bit of metal at the end. Sometimes yeah. it's not well, metal. I, yeah, that's what I was about to say. A stick with a piece of metal at the end is a gold. I imagine these are just sharpened sticks. <laughs> Basically. Uh, Which I imagine would be closer to the cost. Or actually, I think Quillbores use their... They use their they, spines. They, yeah, they, they put their own spines on it, so... Yeah, they, 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 they put their spines on the end. I don't think they're super durable. Um... Well, they can use the sticks at least. And yeah, this is this is at the very least a salvageable wood, which isn't incredibly easy to find outside of quillboard dens. Right. Have you noticed? Uh, you look like you've been traveling. Uh, have you seen an, uh, any of the quillboard warrens? They're uh, they're notable by the giant masses of thorny branches that grow around them. 
their their shamans sort of grow these defensive layers around them. Yes. If you see them, they're excellent sources of wood, which is a rarity in Duratar and the Barrens. So if you see and can harvest any wood from the quillboard dens, we appreciate it if you bring it in. Okay. Uh, but for the wood and the quills, which are good for adornment if nothing else, uh, I can probably get you, for the lot of this, a gold piece. Okay. That's acceptable. All right. He gives you a gold piece, takes the javelins and the short spears. Yes. Okay. <sighs> and that is that. Uh, Brick, what are you up to? You want to buy anything or? Yeah, since uh, we're going to be we, uh, we're going to be getting the ores for them, I got a pickaxe. Pickaxe. Right. Uh, the, the regular market price is what you get for that one, uh, which I think is like a three, three, three copper three, or three silver. It was three gold. Three gold. Yeah, that's my. And some rope. And some rope. All right. And bushes. All right. Anyone have anyone have anything else to do? Uh, just seeing if anybody needs any help, and then eventually, whenever I don't know if Garthok has set a time or anything. Not really. Yeah. See if anybody needs any assistance that I can provide, and if not, head back to the garrison. Head back to the barracks. Shanna's continuing to look for people of importance. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get a you get a general lay of, of Razor Hill. Um, you sort of figure out where the uh, where most of the stores are at, where um, what all the routes are out to to get in and out of the town. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you get a sense of. There's a there's one engineer in the town. Aside from there's a there's um I gave you her name the girl who works at the blacksmith. Okay. Oh, oh, Kern. Um. Cran. 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 Yeah. There's Cran. Yeah. who works at the blacksmith makes most of the materials. But there's one engineer by the name of uh, Mookdrak. Mookdrak. Uh, who is an orc who does most of the actual like engineering work on building the demolishers that uh, Razor Hill uses and maintaining them. Um, so he, he uh, he's probably of note to you because you know orcish engineering is usually in the regards of weapons. Uh, so you, anything you might need, you could probably get from him um, or from your new friend if he decides to build it for you. Um, friend is such yes. a yes. This is an overstated word. He's my friend. Crun is the uh, the foreman of most of the ore handling. Crun is opposed to Kren. Kroon, actually. Kroon. K R U double N. Whereas Kren is C R A N. Kren. What is he? Kroon is an orc. He. I would have worked with him. Yeah, you would have worked with Kroon. What is he? He's an orc. No, like, what does he do? Oh, he's, he's the foreman for most of the mining and, okay. like, or, and or moving. He's a peon. He's the head of the other peons. Basically. He's, he's probably, I think he's probably actually my si- closer to my size. Oh, yeah, he's a big dude. Yeah, it's like, oh, look, it's another person that's the size of Garrick. Yeah, and he's, he's the one who handles, like, moving or he, uh... You always, every time you see him in, like, at, at any time you would see him in the future, he's always wearing that, like, foreman's cap with the with the, the headlamp on it. And it has two pickaxes. No, just one, but he does have, he does have <laughs> the pickaxe and shovel. 
Um, <laughs> if I walk past him, just like raise a forearm. Yeah. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a universal peon greeting, just. <laughs> Uh, other than that, there's a handful of other people, but uh, you don't you don't get too many more names just from the first okay. couple of hours. Swap. They're not worth my time. Yeah. <laughs> zub zub. Not many people are. Um, Fire elemental in the back of your head again. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Uh, and so the rest of you, you all meet up after a short amount of time back at the barracks. Yep. Um, yep. I would see. Does the stable master ever come into the war stable? During the period I'm there, um, there is a stable master uh, who is uh, an orc. Are by, they stable? By the yeah. from what you gather, by the name of Thotar, the uh, and he is decent with the animals. Um, he's not the best in the world. He seems to be more of a, a combat trainer than a stable master, like in how terms of handling the animals. So yeah. he's, he's decent with them, but he's better at you know fighting with them than actually yeah. handling them in the in the non combat sense. Uh, and anytime he has any trouble with one of them, you notice he calls in a, a female troll whose name you gather again is um, uh, Shojami. Uh, and the uh, one you described. Yeah, she has an immediate connection with every animal she comes across, basically, it, within the stable. I will introduce myself to her in the manner in which I do. Does she present herself as an alpha among these animals, or as one of the animals, or as a separate entity, as most humanoids do? Um, it's really hard to say. Um, she carries herself uniquely. Um, it's less that she sees herself as one of the animals, and more that she sees the animals as her people. Okay. So she considers herself equal to the animals, but more in a bringing the animals up than bringing her down. Yeah, sort of, uh, these are, these animals are just as good as any orc or any troll, basically, as far as she's concerned. Uh, and so she, she kind of, as soon as she enters this room, there is this presence of Belonging that seems to understand that you uh, that you get from most of the animals in here. They all not quite see as an alpha, but look up to her. Uh, and so, like immediately, any 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 um, belligerent animals that are ha- that are giving Thotar any hard time immediately calm down as soon as Shojami walks in, uh, and she just kind of. Anytime one of them gives any 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 buck, she just kind of grabs them by the neck and forces them to look at her and stares at them for a second, and they calm down. Interesting. So, how do these two individuals react to me being in the stable? Um, Thotar kind of gives you a second look, and it's just well, he's here and he's not bothering the animals, so it's fine. Okay. Uh, Shojemi, uh, when she walks in, uh, she walks among the animals and sees you probably next to most of the raptors and looks yes. down. What be you doing here? Um, I will look up and do the the cocked head thing that dogs do. She kind of <laughs> tilts her head the other way. And kind of looks at you and then sort of like steps right up to you and kneels down and just stares in your eyes for a second. Uh, I will stare back and make sure because this is this seems to be her domain, so I'm going to make sure I'm not 
showing any teeth or anything that would be hostile and do more of a but but not backing down, broad shoulders, but no teeth, sort of the like I did. Aside from the tusks that you can't really. Hide. I mean, yes, but but it's yeah. <laughs> when your face sticks out like that, you just can't hide it. Ah, uh, uh, you be one of the wild ones. Well, welcome to the horde. There be plenty like you around here. You'll fit in just fine. She says, and she indicates to the raptors and the wolves. Okay. But this ain't where this ain't where you sleep. The animals here. I gotta take care of them mostly because this is where they need to stay. You. You can take care of yourself. I ain't feeding you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, upon realizing what she said, I will pull out that I have meat that is oddly cured harpy meat at the moment. But, you know, good. That's fine. You take care of yourself. You're good. And she goes. She goes back to taking care. Okay, of yeah, I'll, I'll really want to do. I just need to make sure I was known to the the, the individuals of the stable. Mm-hmm. When when we get back to the barracks, if I if if if. He's not back. I will go looking for <laughs> He's our not. missing troll. Uh, I mean, I head back to the barracks after I've after I've had a chance to get a feel for every for all the people in the in, the, in there, the people who actually matter, the animals. Yeah, yeah. The orc doesn't. Mm-hmm. But you know, the animals and the troll. Yeah, I'd return to the barracks. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so you all, you all you all finally eventually meet back at the barracks. Well, I hope we've all had productive conversations. The spirits remain uneasy. The shamans here are also aware of it. Something not good is coming. Well, I take it you've all had your chance to meet the locals, ingratiate yourself, get to know who you'll be protecting soon? Commander Garthlock, yes, I believe we all have. Or at the very least, we all would our ways. Well, well, hopefully that's enough to get you started, because I've got your first task for you. Uh, I've been getting... I've been trying to figure out what would be a good start for you, and, uh, well... I've been getting constant reports for the past couple of weeks of the Quillbores getting more active. Uh, and I think that might be a good place to start. The Quillbores have been, from what our scouts can tell, have been gathering weapons and armor and mobilizing. And we're a little concerned about the threat they might pose to the outlying farms. Is there a warren nearby? There is. Uh, it's a good deal to the west, south of the road towards the barrens. Uh, it's mostly been less of a problem uh, up until recently, but we're concerned that if they start to mobilize en masse, then they become a danger to Razor Hill and its farms. Well, it sounds as if you are asking us to go cull their activities. Well, no. 
sending a group of untested newcomers into the war and would be sending them to their death. What I want you to do is do some patrols. Patrol the farmlands, keep an eye out for quillbores. Scout. Find out their movements, find out what they're doing. I want to know if they are attacking any farms. And I want to know where they're coming from. If they're coming from the nearby Warrens, that wouldn't be too bad. We can handle some from those nearby Warrens. But if they're coming all the way from Razorfen Crawl, if they've been moving up from the Barrens, I want to know because that's a much larger force we're having to deal with. Okay. You have a map of the area. I do. Uh, and he sort of hands you a map that would mostly have uh, what is on the large map, but it's just an, it's just it's just the map area of Duratar and the Barrens in the big map. Oh, that, that it's difficult to pass around. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Time to take it. Very well. Let's head out towards the farms then, and see what we can find. Alright, well. Uh, your, the mounts that you brought in are still requisitioned to you for now. You can hold on to them as you go. And let us return to the stables. And go from there. Okay. Let's go. Do, 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 do. <laughs> you head back. You head back to the. There's the only way we can hide our numbers so they can attack us and we can wipe them out. <laughs> just in small groups instead of fighting all of them at once. Right, single file. Hiding our numbers. No, I don't think. <laughs> if they are, if they are, uh, if they are planning attacks, then I don't think that. Hiding our numbers will be necessary. They would attack regardless of how many of us there were. Um, so you, uh, okay. so this is just a you head over to the stables, and Shojami yeah. uh, gets you all of your mounts. Um, yeah. She she hands each of you the the reins to your mounts with your with your animals. They have been fed. They've had water. Um. All right. Uh, Pet the wolf. You keep these men safe now. They're good newcomers. I like them. Good work, best. Alright. Good luck on your first mission. Welcome to Razor Hill once again. Loktarogar. Loktarogar. So, the mounts that we have... Do they have any raptor mounts here that I might have been able to... Uh, they do have raptors. Yeah. Yeah. Aerial uh, reconnaissance would be pretty. Uh, well, no, no, not velociraptors, not oh, not flappy flap raptors, oh, not pterodactyls. <laughs> so do they have? Uh, do they have any goblin those. zeppelins? <laughs> no, not, not in the stable. Many uh, zeppelins. <laughs> is it possible for me to utilize a velocity a, a raptor mount instead of a, or, I, or is it the way that the horse set up that I've got? I I have the mount I brought. Uh, well, actually, as you as uh, she looks at you with your with your wolf. Actually, I think you better off with a raptor. And she takes she takes the reins of the wolf and leads it back into the stable and comes back with a red scaled uh, raptor. Not a whole bunch of adornment, but you yeah, need it. Raptor friend. Yep. Yeah. Yay. I will hop on raptor friend. 
Well, actually, that's not the first thing I would do. I mean, I probably already introduced myself yeah. to the Raptor friend, so I will accompany Raptor friend, and I suppose at some point somebody will uh, notify me that I'm supposed to ride it. <laughs> yeah, when they start picking up speed. Yes. <laughs> we <laughs> we'll get on, and like you're so, we're starting to head out, and you're still like sort of walking next to the Raptor. Yeah. Uh, wild Walker. The, your name is a euphemism more than anything else. You can ride. <laughs> Wild Your raptor. They say indicating the reins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he seems to respond better than pointing and uh, hops on the raptor. Who's going to let Shiona deal with that? <laughs> I will not be his babysitter. He doesn't listen to anyone else. He doesn't listen is the thing. Words don't exactly... He doesn't need words. He doesn't seem to use them. Well, I mean, he gets the main points of things. He's better with hand gestures. So am I. <laughs> I mean... How about this one? We ride. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you can only do hand gestures. Not, you know, hands gestures. Are you saying this in character? No, of course not. <laughs> I bowed to my throat. That's I bowed my jugular okay. and it's placed below my head. Because Leaf is gonna die. No, he's not. So I we I would kind of read it like a leaf. He knows exactly who not to make angry. And that list includes everyone on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> the true light. Yes. Um yeah. Half orc Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I play a lot of pacifists. What can I say? Just like your brother. Our children will not be like this. Alright. I'm keeping an eye out for Quillbores. Yeah, so everyone can roll me a spot check as you're writing. Okay. I mean, I can roll the dot. Uh, 18. I probably... I rolled 19. Nice. That's as high as I can go. <laughs> Is that a natural 20? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 10. 10. 10. 10. 24. 24. Ooh. Natural 1. Natural 1. <laughs> yeah. You get sand in your face and you're just like, ah, it's in my fur. You, you, ah. you get the goblin. No, the goblin is like on your head. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I'm trying to see. I mean, hey, that's why he got such a good roll. He had a good vantage point. Yeah, he yeah. did. Yeah. 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 It's like, it's I'm, like. I'm almost higher than the tower. It's like, it's like. It's like. It's like. Leaf and I are like out ahead, like oh. keeping an eye out. Shiana and Shiana and 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 Wild Walker sort of in the middle, and uh, and then and then they're in the back, but the goblin's on top of the tower. <laughs> yeah, like he's doing that thing where like he has his hands. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like one side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, now left. Okay. What are you doing? I will break you. Get off me. <laughs> but uh Josh and um uh Leaf. Uh, and and um Derek. And Derek. Um as you're as you're moving around um, near some of the pig farms, um, there's one pig farm that has um, a 
Uh, as you as you get out, you sort of get an idea of what the outlying farmland around uh, Razor Hill looks like, and it's mostly meat farms. Uh, there's not a whole lot of plant life to grow a lot of vegetation, so most of the vegetation is grown alongside the animals, usually to be eaten in a small amount to be saved to the side. Um, there's one of the pig farms that rests alongside an oasis, uh, like a small amount of water, like it's a small lake that mostly is just like a divot in the ground that collects the rare, that collects the small amount of rainwater, um, and just kind of stays there. Um, and as you're keeping an eye, and you're mo- it's around this particular farm um, that you, uh, as you're looking around. Um, in the distance to the south, because the, the Duratar is mostly empty, there's like a handful of palm trees, and that's about it. Um, so you got a pretty clear view up to the horizon. Um, to the south, you can see in the in the cliff faces that are on the southern end of Duratar, you can see these massive stretches of thorn bramble that look almost like um, giant tree roots that are like curling around the cliff face that are covered in giant thorns and spines uh, that sort of curl around a, a canyon in the in the cliff face that sort of help block off the entrance. You imagine like it, it's almost like a closed uh, gate sort of of these thorn vines. Uh, that closes around this 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 canyon in the middle of the cliff face. You said uh, we were given a map of the area. Yeah, I'll mark this down. Yeah, it, it is marked on there. It's marked as Razor Main territory. Okay, uh, which you know is the name of from what you gather is the name of the Quillbore tribe that lives there. Um, and uh, as as you're keeping an eye. And it's around around this farm that you start to spot tracks, um, uh, tracks that are definitely hoofed, but too small to be torrent tracks, which generally is uh, in keeping with uh, they look like trotters, like pig trotters, which is in keeping with the with the quill boys. Here are the trucks. Can we tell where they're coming from? Uh, from what you can tell, the ones that are moving away are moving in the direction of that massive bunch of thorns. Looks to be coming from that ward over there. Yeah. Do we see any quillbores active right now? Not right now. Not not outside of the warren, anyway. Do these beasts tend to be nocturnal or they're usually around during the day. Right? What do I know about? I do have knowledge of nature. What do I know uh, you about? You can roll me nature. Yeah, you can roll me nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, 18. Um, so, quillbores are one, they're not necessarily nocturnal. They, they keep a they keep a variety of sleep schedules. They are a sentient race, um, but they have an almost—they have sort of an alien mentality. Um, they are suicidally brave um, to the point that they defend their territory 
with so much zeal that it might be fin- considered fanaticism to other people. Um, they are incredibly territorial, and they will gladly sacrifice an individual for the benefit of the tribe. And the individual will gladly sacrifice himself for the benefit of the tribe. Um, they have the most important facet to a quill war is the survival of the species and the tribe. Mm-hmm. So individuality is less important. The higher ranks are have this sort of rigid hierarchy, but individual quill bores are as important as any other individual quill bore, unless you're in the higher ranks, unless you're a like a captain or a like a battle guard leader. Mm-hmm. Um their schedule for sleep is whatever the tribe needs. So there are so always some quill bore active at night and some active during the day. So, um, <clears throat> they are sentient creatures. They don't necessarily have a spe- specified uh, sleep schedule. They are always quill bore active, day and night. Um, so they'll just be running around whenever we see them. Yes, well, theoretically. They defend their territory with a unmatched zeal. Uh, so if they consider... I don't think they currently would consider this to be their territory, but they, uh, they could very likely be looking to expand. So the... Do most of the farms in the area, are they? do they tend to be on, run by orcs or... Yeah, most of the farmland here is orcish. <laughs> we should continue on, see if there yeah, are any yeah, further, so. any more tracks coming from any other directions. We can verify that there, there are some attacks coming from this war. Hopefully there are none coming from the barons. Yeah. So, continue on uh, circling around, trying to see if there are any more tracks. Yep. Uh... So or active groups of quillbors. <laughs> yes. Funny enough. Uh, as you keep going, uh, eventually you hear the sounds of battle. Oh. Let's go that direction. <laughs> <clears throat> to battle. Or to the battle, I should say. <laughs> yeah, not... To, to battle... Probably not into the battle. Maybe into the battle, but well, towards <laughs> towards battle. Towards <laughs> towards battle. That's word I can agree with. <laughs> Let's investigate. In other words, yeah. Um, at the very least, as you as you get closer, um, you you round a readout to another one of these um, small lakes that seem to be almost man-made um, or made. You are considered man in terms of language. <laughs> Orc made. I'm speaking Orcish right now. I'm speaking. Uh, that seem to be made, manufactured, um, in order to collect water uh, uh, when it rains, so that you know you have a source of water. Because when it rains, it pours. Uh, it just doesn't. It just usually drips into the ground and doesn't rain for weeks between uh, drops. We are coastal. Area. Yeah, you're a coastal area. You're a coastal desert. Um, coastal wasteland. Yeah, it's clay. Yeah. Um, Wasteland's uh, a kind of desert. Yeah, it's, it's a, sand though. Yeah, it's it's well, a clay it's a clay desert. Sand has nothing to do with deserts. So, yeah. <laughs> it has to do with clay. Antarctica is a desert. <laughs> yes. 
Um, but uh, the uh, you 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 cross another ridge and you see another one of these farms, and there is a um, uh, a young orc of dark hair. Um, uh, with sort of in a mohawk, uh, wearing a sort of metal breastplate with an axe in his hand, with what looks to be an uh, an older orc woman. If you had to guess, it would be his mother. Um, uh, with a with a pair of clubs in her hand and four large wolves. Uh, and the six of these individuals are setting on a group of uh, about eight quillbores, uh, and in the middle of trying to fight them off of what you would assume is their land. <laughs> no, now it's to battle. Okay, yeah. <laughs> as right. I pull, I get I, behind that. As I pull my great sword out, call to the spirits, and cast rockbiter weapon. Javelins and charge and ride in. All right, so you, as you, as you ride your wolf down, you bring your greatsword out and drag it down behind you on the ground. And as you ride, the rocks that you are kicking out kind of cling to the blade and form around it and form this rocky shell as you bring it up. I fire a shot. Michael, right, well, we're gonna roll some initiative. Yeah. <laughs> Where are we? Four. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you're still a ways away. That, that, that rock biter trick kind of slows you down. <laughs> I suddenly gained a lot of drag on my wolf. Yeah. <laughs> wolf not used to this yet. <laughs> I became less aerodynamic. Also, you're real heavy. I, I, I am. I'm very big. I have to have a very Seven. big wolf. <laughs> Five. Five. Better than me. Ten. Ten. Twenty-three. Oh, okay. <laughs> I am back. Okay, so I got eleven. Okay, so there's Shiana. <laughs> Shiana, everyone else, well, then the rest of us. <laughs> Going last. All right. Uh, Ragnarok having a minus one to my initiative. I have a zero. Again. Wait, no, sorry, not again. But uh, I have a zero to my initiative. So your initiative is better than mine. I rolled a four. I rolled a six. <laughs> it's hard for initiative not to be better than yours if you have a minus one. How many people are going to put a six in their decks? I mean, eh. if you're a racist. Also, because decks. because of the way because of the way we did our stats, we can't be worse than unless oh, no. you lose decks. You can because can. races lose decks. Oh yeah. A forsaken yeah. that doesn't put anything in decks. Um, I have a six intelligence. That's fair. <laughs> Yeah, I, I had to raise my intelligence to 12, so I wouldn't have an 8 intelligence. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not like a genius, but Garrick is smart enough. <laughs> uh, and then it goes, okay, you had, well, you had 11. Did you do the same thing? 10. You put a 12 in your intelligence. Oh, so, so you I say you had 7, seven. you had 5. 5, yeah. 10, <laughs> yeah. and 10. Oh, wait, no, no. Uh, no. Mine's four. You were four. Okay, so it goes uh, Tekla, uh, Jang, uh, then Brick, then you. Yes. Oh, yeah, you, uh, Josh, Leaf, and then Garrick at the bottom. Yep. Come up last again. All right, Shauna. First in the second round. All right. Yeah, exactly. That's how you look at it. I'm going to ride up to the closest one that I can get to, and... I'm going to be able to get flanking off of it. Yeah, flash. Stabby stab. All right. 
got is 16 to hit. Uh, that does not quite make it. Shoot. Nasty quickly. As you realize, as you get close, <clears throat> yeah, these quillboards are wearing armor. Ooh. Right. Oh, oh. Uh, that's your turn, uh, Quillbore's turn. Um, one of them... Um, 46, if I'm two sizes larger. <laughs> My weapon is considered two sizes larger, it's a great sword, so it's going to be 46, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It hits like a truck. Alright, so, the, uh, one of the Quillbores uh, turns to face Yushion as you come across and is going to jab at you with its spear. Come at me. Uh, one is coming at you. That's a 16 to hit? Um, yes. 16 hits. Alright, uh, that's gonna be uh, 7 points of piercing damage. Ow. Ow. 46 plus 4. Uh, another one's gonna go. Also, do we have working pencils? Mine's out of lead. Why is your pencil always out of lead? Because it doesn't like me. I don't know. Who's just not getting pencils from the dollar store? We probably should. Or get actual pencils. Uh, no, you'd be surprised at how bad wooden pencils can be from the dollar store. Oh, yeah. yeah. We should <laughs> just, like, I tried to sharpen one and it split in half. <laughs> Which way? Lengthwise. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know. I, I put, Wait, what? What the heck? Well, now you've yeah, got two. <laughs> now you've got two pencils. Tell me lead on one side. <laughs> it's value. You get two for the price of one. No, but the lead isn't any good either. It's, it's, it's different. It, sometimes it's so hard, it doesn't It doesn't really I mean, make just, a mark. You just pull the lead out and just use it. It's not really two for the price of one. It's one for the... It, zero for the price of one half, really. This is a dollar store member. Um, so, anyway. The, uh, the, the quillboards all lunge at these wolves and the two orcs and are just kind of laying out of them. They don't really manage to make contact with the two orcs, but the wolves take a bit of a, take a, bit of a hit. Um, which then brings it to Ragaran. Uh, the orc male just kind of brings this axe that he's got up and just hacks at one of these quillbores. Uh, it's going to hit, and it's going to take his great axe and is going to need a d12 that I don't seem to have right now. Darn it. Uh, I just dropped one. I, I'll just use this giant one. Oh, that works. Hey, he does more damage than it has health on the die. Uh, as he just takes the, he just takes the. I need it actually for the rest of this fight. Do you need it? Nope. All right, I don't roll a d12 for a darn thing. Send your hit dice. Oh, you're not a barbarian yet. I'm not a barbarian. Yeah. He's a troll. Yeah. He's a level one troll. Uh, and he just kind of digs his great axe into this quillboard and drops it on the ground. Uh, the older woman. Uh, with her two clubs, brings her hand up, and there's a bolt of lightning that cracks down from the sky, and she just extends her hand forward, and it blasts into one of the quillbores. Touch attack. That's a natural 20 on the touch attack. Shut up. She can crit it. And she confirms it with another natural 20. I think it's dead. I think it's very dead. Oh, it's super dead. As uh, this bolt of lightning extends from her hands and crackles across this quillbore as it spasms and falls to the ground. Um, that brings us to... Uh, Troll, I believe. Yes, Jangatal. 
Is there a way that I can charge into flank? Yes. Cool. Go. You can basically charge in a straight line and end up behind it because you're kind of approaching from the side. Yeah. So... That makes that uh, 21. Uh, that hits, yes. <laughs> cool. I like to flank things. That's what I do. Six damage. Six damage. Um, also, I, I would like to, like, cry out loudly as I, you know, just make loud, loud grunting, aggressive noises to try to attract attention to myself away from the the squishy wolves. Mm-hmm. It's probably a good idea, honestly, because the wolves aren't doing so hot. They're just wolves. Um, Let's see if I can irk some ire. All right. Uh, roll me intimidation check, actually. I'm so intimidating with my low charisma. But that's a 19 on the die, so a 17. Uh, not bad. Alright, uh, then at that point, uh, that brings it to Brick. What you got? Okay, so so how are they for? How, how, how is it? It's kind of uh, just two lines. Like the, <laughs> the, 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 the. It's kind of spread out as the quill boars are kind of. Advanced towards the farm, but the wolves and the two orcs have kind of formed a defensive line, so it's just kind of. It's like a loose uh, semicircle with the quillboards kind of folding around the defensive line that the uh, the orcs and, and wolves have. Okay. And how far are we? Uh, you're only about. Uh, at this point, by the time you enter the fight, you're only about 20 feet out. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna get as close to the uh, the wolves and the uh, and the orcs as possible. And, uh, unmount and uh, cast uh, or activate uh, the uh, mark of uh, kind striking. Mark of kind striking. Yeah. What does that do for you? Uh, it gives me a, a, a natural. Uh, Right here. I believe it gives you plus 1d6 damage, but all the damage is dual. One uh, next attack uh, with a natural weapon uh, deals an extra 1d4 of a non lethal damage. Okay, yeah. Sorry. That'll be it. Right. And is that for a duration, or is it just your next attack? Next attack. Okay. Okay. Um, Alright, so that is your turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, that uh, brings us to Josh. What you got? I'm gonna try to shoot one of them with the with the crossbow. Crossbow. See if that does any good. Uh, no, guess not. Eleven. Uh, not quite, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, Leaf. Everybody taking damage. Um, some of the wolves have. Hmm. Um, and she's on the stage. I'm at one yeah. hit point. Yeah, she's, she's, she's down. Yeah, she's that's right. Oh, you you took damage. Yeah, she took a lot of damage. Seven. <laughs> oh yeah, you've only got eight hit points. <laughs> yes. Uh, sorry, I, I have 12 hit points. So I keep oh, good for you. <laughs> I keep bringing her level one. Touch attack. Just, just with that. Yeah, attack. you know what? You're going to get used to it. You're going to get used to this whole not dying thing. <laughs> you better at least. Don't heal her. I wouldn't talk to her like that. <laughs> yes, just a but, tip for survival. You have seven hit points back. You, you need to get one of those one of those weapons that heals. Or light wounds. And shoot it in the back every once in a while. <laughs> you just get a dark gun from Forsaken. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like Crash would just stab Lucy. Uh, right. Exactly. 
It's like, okay. Yeah. Actually, you know, I'm, a tank, I, I'm they, doing they tankering make... stuff. I can and actually want to get one of those things. It keeps me off the front line. You can talk to Sleek. to all my skills. You can talk to Cedar Kiefer about it. She is a forsaken apothecary. <laughs> this, is, this is a real possibility. I want to do tech magey type things with this character, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Garrick. What you got? Um, so, uh, I would like to make a tumble check to dismount the wolf and let it keep going so that I basically roll into flanking with one of the, with, with one of the kobolds flanking with, uh, uh, flanking with, um, uh, yeah, that's a right check. I mean, a right check or? It's a right check to I quick, just want to fall off, dismount. basically. If you fall off, you land on your face. Oh, it's yeah. it's yeah. not tumbling to it's a jump off. A I mean, it's the, it's the same roll because my ride and agility are the same, so it'd be a twenty-one. All right. Uh, well, yep. Yeah. Uh, so you, yeah, you, uh, as your wolf rides by, you roll off of it and land standing, uh, weapon raised. So, and I'm going to, and, and as I do, I shout out, um, Lokta. Doing my battle shout, so everyone gets plus two more. Uh, everyone gets a plus two morale bonus to damage, All right. and I'm going to attack. What's the bonus for flanking? Who are you flanking with? Plus two. Sep. Yeah, it's only plus three if it's. Uh, plus, plus three if it's me. Yeah. Plus more if I if I make one of, if I mark kin somebody, but that's a natural twenty. Hey, roll to confirm. <laughs> Let's roll to confirm. That's another natural 20. <laughs> Just like she got. Yep, that confirms. Roll damages. Alright. And uh, because and because Rock Rider Weapon increases the weapon size category, the extra dice also multiply. Yep. Do I add double by the modifiers? Yes. Uh, any flat modifier, yes. Okay, so it just, it just doesn't multiply like extra elemental damage, for instance. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. why rock battle weapon is real good because yeah, it doesn't yeah. add elemental damage; it increases weapon size. So I currently size. have plus six, so that's plus twelve to the damage. Yes. And this is almost done by two. He's dead. I just want to see how much you killed him. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, fourteen plus twelve. Uh, so four. Sorry, uh, nine. So fourteen. Times two is twenty-eight plus twelve is forty. Yeah, no, he's super dead. <laughs> like, like, roll off the wolf, and this great sword Wham! just comes by, just comes by Shona, and it's, it's not even as much of a slashing motion anymore because it's covered in rocks. You basically turn this quillbore into mist. <laughs> Stand up next to Shona. Um, I'm assuming that the the mounts that we have are not like war mounts. No, they're, they're not. Mounts. They're that's, not. They're not fighting wolves. That's why I made sure my wolf continued riding off away from the fight. Yeah. Well, it also means that if you want to stay mounted and fight, you have to make ride checks yeah. to avoid them trying to get the heck away. You can you can get a trained war raptor, but that is expensive. Six hundred gold. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So that's a trained dire wolf. Yeah, I think War Raptors probably the same price. <laughs> yeah, probably about the same. I they're, just, they're similar mounts for a different race. I just had so. I just had an Orcish Blade Master moment, and I'm not a Blade Master yet. Yeah. Uh, that brings us back to Shiona. You're at the top. All right. The one that was just stabbing you is dead. Good. The one that was just stabbing you is missed. I'll go for the next. All right. You can. I think you can probably move to flank with me still because I'm right next to you. Or to flank with. Yeah. Well, this. Needs to yeah, there's a hole like, there. Not. Yeah. I always get there. We go. Um, sixteen. Sixteen. Uh, 
Is that counting your flanking bonus? Flanking oh. is plus two. Eighteen. Good, because that's exactly their armor class. Wonderful. <laughs> so you deal damage, and because you're flanking, you get your sneak attack. And you also get an extra plus two to your damage. Yes, I put the extra plus two. What's my sneak attack? Uh, D6. Okay. So you get an additional D6. So I get, okay, I get two D6. Okay, so that's ten plus... All right, fifteen. Yeah, so you uh, just... Uh, Quietly moving around one of these crowbars that is that is running up uh, to fight one of uh, the wolves, you just uh, step up next to it and just drag your claws of attack across uh, across its throat, and it just falls to the ground as it kind of topples. You know that thing where, like, as you as you drag your claws across its throat, it spins towards you, and so it falls to the ground back first, and so it's just staring up at the sky as it dies. Um. That brings us, we're down to only four of these guys left. Come at me, bro. Uh, yeah, now it's their turn. Um, two of them are going after you because you intimidated them. Ooh. And I'm, I'm, I'm writing well, which means that I get better AC. All right, what is your armor class right now? Uh, let me confirm, make sure I'm controlling my mount, which is a natural 20. So yes, right now my AC is a 19. 19? All right, so that misses you. And that definitely misses you because it's a two on the die. Um... So yeah, two of them run up to you and try and lunge at you with the with their spears, but you steer your raptor out of the way as as you uh, uh, evade their blows. Um, the other two are still going after Ragaran and Tekla, so that's cocked as it gets. That's a sixteen on the dice so that will hit and deal five damage to Ragaran. Other one will miss Tekla. All right. Um, and that brings us to Ragaran, who is going to swing his great axe at the thing that just hurt him and roll a 16 on the die. Uh, how dead is this Quillbor? Eh, he's still alive. He's As the Quillbor jabs him in the shoulder, he brings his axe back around and cuts across its chest. It survives, but he's looking hurt. Uh, Tekla uh, is just going to swing her club and save her mana. This elderly grandmother is crushing these quill boars with another natural 20. <laughs> the power of a shaman. <laughs> that's, a con- that's a confirmation with her club. The shamans have been critting. The spirits are with us. <laughs> she just, with, with her, with her, with her, a hand that wasn't, that wasn't calling lightning, just brings it down and stigs it into the skull of one of these quill boars, and it just squeals like a, like a pig and just falls over. It appropriately squeals, indeed, like a stuck pig. Um, Jagatal. There's All right. three left. So I failed to control my mount, so I did succeed in rapid dismounting it because it doesn't want to be here anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how many left? Three? Three. Uh, well, let's finish this one I'm flanking. That's like 25 to hit? Yes. Awesome. Let's deal a non-zero amount of damage to it. Six is not zero. He's dead. <laughs> cool. He's already um, injured. And there's one on me. Where's the other one? Uh, the other one is uh, directly adjacent uh, to your right. But they're both adjacent to me? Yeah. Um, I'm going to continue to be pestering and ab- ab- abrasive and trying to draw their ire. All right. He's already on you, so... <laughs> yes. Well, the, so are they both on me or just one? Yeah, they're both on you. Cool. <laughs> Come at me, bro. Uh, and so that brings it to Brick. 
right. Um, so there's just two of them left? There's three of them. Oh, three? Okay. Uh, I'm going to charge... Oh, he's dead. Sorry. Yeah, there's two of them left. Okay. I'm going to charge the, the closest one. All right. Roll me an attack. Twenty-three. That hits. Uh, remember to add an extra two for his shout, an extra d4 for your mark of kind striking. As you subdue, as you subdue uh, a glow war. Yeah, he, he doesn't have the mark of kind. He doesn't have the the glyph of kind. The mark of uh, mark of oh no the uh, kind striking. No the uh, uh, glyph of perfect steel or whatever the the simple rune is that lets you deal lethal damage with your fists. Yet or the so. improved unarmed strike feat. Yeah. Way to go, Austin. Yep. Ten. Ten? Uh, I mean, that's more than his hit, more than his max hit points. It's non-lethal, but he's out. As you deck him across the face, and he just and falls unconscious under the ground. Whose turn is it now? Uh, that brings it to... Yeah, Josh, you're up. There's one left that's conscious. Dismount and start fleecing things, because I can't really hit these very well anyway. Alright. Loot the body! Start looting. Um, (laughs) You you immediately just hop off of of the Kodo, and you just get down to one of the ones that's that's dead on the ground. Probably the unconscious one that Brick just knocked out, actually. And you just, like, pop the straps off of his breastplate and start pulling it off of him. Is it better than mine? (laughs) The breastplate. Uh, Well, it's certainly not going to fit any of us, because none of us are pigs. No. Well, but we can. That makes it the priest's turn, I think. There's two more standing. There's one. One One One's unconscious. One's still standing. There's two left alive. Cool. Uh, And I think the only people that are hurt currently are the uh, NPCs. Yeah. The wolves. No, the the wolves and two of the orcs. The the guy. The the, 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 the guy. Ragaran got stabbed with a spear. The guy with the axe. Sure. How how heavily hurt does he look? Eyes bloodied. He's below half his max hit points. Uh, oh, wow. Actually, a really good roll. Uh, nine hit points back on Sweet. Him. And you, uh, you, you uh, put your hand on him and you uh, pour this healing light into his wound as there's a flash of bright light and he just kind of looks over his shoulder at you. Thank you, healer! And goes straight back into the fight. Uh, Eric, what you got? I'm going to move over to flank with um, Jean Gatal. Which gives me a plus three. Yes, get that tasty, tasty. So I'm not gonna have flanking bonus. I mean, uh, we're we're all gonna only one left. crowd this guy, so they'll be flanking. <laughs> okay. I need to do math because I may have missed. I think um, he'll die before we can really crowd two him. <laughs> is ten plus one is eleven plus three is fourteen. Uh, yeah, 14. Yep, you missed. Yep, missed. I mean, unless we all want to take our time to just crowd around in a circle around him before any of us make attacks. I come, like, I, I come basically come, like, uh, up and around Jungatal, swinging the sword and the cardboard ducks. Yeah. <laughs> but I get around to the other side of it. Alright, uh, that brings us back to the top. Shiona. Come flank with us. I will go flank with them. It's a flanking party. Yep, flanking party. There ain't no party like a flanking party. Because a flanking party will stop? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it stops when the victim dies, which I don't think he did. I think that's leaning. <laughs> then that's a three. Is it a three? Okay. That's a definitely that a, a three. Okay. Yeah, I, I miss. All right. With, uh, with 
with this last one is still standing. Uh, he's gonna try and hit um, the troll. What's your AC right now? Uh, I'm back off the mount, so it's 15. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, fine. You will take uh, eight points of damage. Ow. Mm, the agony. The burn. The burn. And alright, yeah, that will be uh, his turn. And uh, oh wait, no, I'm sorry. He's just seen uh, seven of his companions die. Well, really quick, I'm sorry. That's uh, 15 points of damage. I'm going to use my that does hurt. I'm going to use my immediate action to earth shock him. I forgot that Quillbores get yeah, more dangerous the more of their the more of their more allies die. die. Yeah, right. uh, he takes four points of bludgeoning damage. Um, all right, yeah. Because yeah. every every Quillbore who witnesses an ally's death gains a plus one morale bonus on attack and damage rolls for the remainder of the combat, and it and it uh, it accumulates. Yeah, and that kind of the one that I knocked out, right? No, he's not dead. Yeah, that's right. That, 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 that sorry, sorry, it would have been it would have been sorry fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, one less. I mean, he might not know he's not he dead. Might, yeah. <laughs> he just saw a torrent come and beat him into the ground. I know, Quillmores know. <laughs> they know. They can smell it. Um, <laughs> it doesn't most, smell like bacon. <laughs> most people can <laughs> no. smell Quillmore yeah, urine. That's not bacon. Uh, Ragaran's going to try and finish him off. <laughs> With a natural 20. All right, we're rolling a lot of natural 20s tonight. Doesn't confirm it, though, so he just hits him. He's dead. <laughs> hey, rolling natural 20s against your own people, I'm... I'm Totally okay with that. <laughs> that is Ragaran just brings the great axe down on this quillboard and digs him into the ground. Pulls it back out. <laughs> ah! Good of you to come when you did. <clears throat> kind of stretches out a crook in his shoulder. I shoulder my sword. Well met. We're from. Well, we come from Razor Hill. Ah! That's been happening frequently. No! This was new, but we've seen them scouting out our farms the past couple of weeks, so we knew to keep an eye out for them, so they didn't catch us quite by surprise. But, uh, no, they haven't attacked us like this before. Which direction did they come from? They came from the Warren to the south. Yep. That sounds... Yes, so we've seen tracks from others as well, coming from the same location. My name is Ragaran. This is my grandmother, Tekla. Garrick Cloudspeaker. At this point, I've begun um, pulling all the useless like metal stuff off of the quill bores, and I am appropriately, because it was a group hunt, um, offering the, the wolves, because it's their land, the, the first portions. Yeah, they, they, they go in on... Uh, Eating quill more before you know I begin. Yeah. <laughs> Etiquette is very yes, important is. among wolves. Right. I don't know if you, you I, don't, I don't know if you actually got to the breastplate because the goblin's already been going Yeah, like this entire time the goblin's been like, pop that off, taking that, that's mine. Well that just saves me some time. Can't eat that. So I'm guessing so you unconscious. There's more of them here and they were better equipped. So the unconscious one is not going to be unconscious for super long because I'm not going to make that distinction. Or at the very least he's going to hope that he's uh not going to be unconscious long. 
so yeah, you... Uh, squealing off to one side as, as they find out when I'm still alive. <laughs> yeah, one of the wolves digs into them and he squeals as he goes back straight to death. Um, uh, so you find um, uh, eight breastplates. Uh, about four of which are operational. Okay. The rest are kind of rent and ruined. Okay, take, take, you find a whole bunch of scrap metal. Yeah, because these breastplates won't fit a darn person well, yeah, in the horde. Yeah, no, the squillboards. I mean, they're squat it's, it's, and they're wide. Yeah. It would fit a dwarf before it would fit anyone in the or in the horde. That's good thing we have a blacksmithy that can repurpose yeah. metal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh no, I'm, I'm it's still useful raw, raw scrap metal. Yeah. yeah. I'm just raw, saying, raw. it's probably not worth. I got a gold pot. I'm not worth. I'm just taking everything that's. I'm, no, this know. is this is spare metal. Okay. Um, Actually, could I use uh, just uh, sparing a quick glance to it? Could I use it to fashion something better than what I currently wearing? I mean, if you took like two or three of them together, you might be able to fashion something for yourself, but it wouldn't be on the quality of a breastplate. Okay. I'm currently wearing hides. So yeah, I mean, a breastplate would be an improvement. Also, a goblin and his loot are not easily separated. Yeah, so you get eight breastplates. Um, again, uh, eight short spears. Again, not super great quality, and uh, about twenty javelins. Okay. Uh, and coins that they have on them, you find a grand total of thirty-five. No, sorry, double that. Seventy copper. Okay. So seven silver. Yeah. Yeah. That's one. That's ten copper for each of us. So um, plus ten extra. I would ask the the uh, farm owners if they need any uh, of the of these things for the, defending themselves. The javelins. What kind of terrible goblin are you? You're giving people stuff. Well, I'm just, just, I mean, is there property and everything? Not all the, goblins uh, are as greedy as as I, Craig. I'm, I'm Not every goblin is Craig. Uh, no, the the grand maiden. Thank goodness that not every goblin is crap. Uh, no, I think I think we'll be able to handle ourselves just fine now that we've given them this warning. We'll yeah. take what's left of the bodies and set up some warding totems for them. Ooh, good idea. I'll shake the rocks off of my sword. Put it away. Yes. Oh, no, sorry. You said you noticed them scouting out your farm. How long has that been happening? Uh, past couple of weeks. We were curious as to whether they'd be brave enough to try anything, but it looks, as it turns out, they were. Are any of the others, other farms nearby, reporting the same that you know of? I wouldn't know. We mostly keep to ourselves until we need to head into market. Uh, might be worth... I'll tell you what, I will go around the other farms and ask around and see if anyone else is having this problem and report back to Razor Hill. Yes. We should keep on our rounds. We have more farms to check in on. More land to cover. Indeed. Yep. Have they been causing any damage we could help with? Or... Nah. I mean, unless you can calm down pigs, he says looking over at the squealing <laughs> pigs in the, in the pen. Um... I make an 18 animal handling to whistle back for my wolf. You call your wolf, it comes back. Point to the pigs. I look at the pigs. 
Turn they're they're freaking out. Yeah, they're upset. <laughs> I'm going to go uh, all alpha on them and get them to, to shut the heck up because they're fine. <laughs> Roll me <the> animal handling. <laughs> Come back. Die. Die. There's a hole in the back of your tower. Uh, no, it just he, helps he, if I drop it in the tower. Yeah, he dropped it, off the back <laughs> he dropped it behind the tower. <clears throat> uh, sixteen. Yeah, you, after a bit of after a bit of posturing and growling, especially it helps that you have giant tusks, so it, it looks a little bit closer to they do. Uh, so you just, you do a little bit of growling and a bit of uh, grunting at them, and eventually they just they calm down because they're not injured. Not a single one of them got hurt. It was just big and noisy for a bit. Mm-hmm. I will. Um, I don't have the ability to heal, but I will uh, offer the the wolves that were defending. You know a. Uh, uh, a, uh, a a a affirmative sort of pat saying did good <laughs> good wolves <laughs> I, I can't help good talking <laughs> yeah orcs are good wolves mana, so. so you're out of mana yeah, yeah. you cast <laughs> three spells two spells I don't have much mana <laughs> Nobody has much mana. You get a D4 plus your spellcasting modifier. Uh, like, 4 exactly. plus your spellcasting modifier. Right. 4 plus spellcasting modifier, yes. What's your spellcasting modifier? Uh, plus 2. So, so you should have 6 mana. Yeah. Yes. You've only how much t- is it? Uh, 1 mana spells. per spell. No. For, no, no, for, for first level spells are... 1 mana per spell. Spells level times 2 minus 1. Spells level times... Times two minus okay, one. Okay, so it's one mana per spell for a first level spell. We're working on nothing. <laughs> I thought that started on zeroth level and the zero, zero, level zero, zero levels are free free for a number of castings up to your uh, spell casting modifier. Yes. And then they start casting one mana. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So you like you can cast six spells, six first level spells. Nice. Yeah, and you can cast two cantrips for free, and then they start casting. Then they start costing a mana. Whereas I can cast seven first level spells and three cantrips for free. Let's say I've got five mana left. I don't know what happened to you. <laughs> okay. Cool. In that case, I'm healing everything that got wounded. Yep. You heal. You heal. You heal. You I mean, you might want to save some of that if we can do another fight. I mean, I'll also be using the. I also have a cure minor wounds that I'll be using as well. Yes. Poke. poke. <laughs> plus one. Plus one. Right. Well then, let's be on our way. There may be more of these quill boars to fight. And, and so you 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 scout the rest of the evening. Um. You don't find any more Quillmore attacks, but you do find more tracks. Like they've been observing and scouting out some of these farms. Do we find are any of them coming from the Barrens? Uh, no. It seems like most of them are coming from the Warrens to the south. Okay. So, as we circle back around, back to Razor Hill, that's what we will report to Garthok. Hey, found Quillmores, killed Quillmores. They're all coming from the Warrens. All right. So yeah, you um, you all make your make your way back to Razor Hill after doing a round at the farms, um, and uh, he greets you as you come back. Well, you all look like you've had a day. I'm totally yeah. fine. So I feel you're covered in blood and gore. <laughs> I'm not. 
You I turned one into mist. You're covered in blood and gore. <laughs> I wasn't directly involved in the front line. Conservation of momentum means that the blood and gore went that way. <laughs> I'm not just covered in blood and gore. I have blood and gore inside of me. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't kill anything. <laughs> <laughs> I punched a quill. But collectively, you've also been riding for about six hours. Yeah. So we found an we found an attack on one of the farms. Six quill boards. Eight. Eight quill boards. Eight quill boards. Yeah. Oh, really? Huh. They died so fast. <laughs> <laughs> As quill boards are wont to do. It would appear that it would appear that all of the quill boards that we whose tracks and bodies we found were coming from the wards to the south. None from the barracks. Well, that's at least some good news. Even if they're moving towards us, at least they're not the greater force. That's good. That said, we don't know exactly how many Quillmores live in that warren. It could be anywhere from dozens to hundreds to thousands. Oh, according to the farmers, they had been scouting out the areas for a while. Mm. They've go. They're going to check with other farms and see what everyone else has seen and report back to Reza Hill. All right, I'll wait for that report as well. And but I'll give the name of the Ragaran. Ragaran. Uh, well, at the very least, <laughs> you've done well to scout this out for me. Uh, you're welcome to take a rest for the evening, get food, get drink, have some sleep. I might have something for you in the morning. Very good. <sighs> I'm actually going to go probably give a hand at the blacksmiths because I, I haven't done much. All right. Are these uh, javelins like a lot less helpful to him than the ones he has? As far as uh, I mean, they're, the they're still they're still mechanically javelins. Still, yeah, but, uh, um, but they're they, probably more likely to break. Yeah, they're more likely to shatter yeah. when thrown. So yeah, they might deal their damage and then not be usable again. Also, I can only hold so many javelins. Right. Well, I was just wondering. Yeah. I just kind of. Uh, I mean, if you if you've got a quiver for them, you could carry more. But I don't think you're the kind of person to wear that. No, to wear to wear a quiver of javelins. Well, you just kind of carry a. a I no, I, I mean, I've got like. No, well, no, I think you. I've got a strap around my around my back, and there's just a whole bunch of sticks in it. Okay. You know, I, I think it, it would make it, sense. It's essentially a quiver. A quiver, yeah. But because it's like you need that that. <laughs> That's not like a societal thing. That's a, I don't have enough hands to hold all these javelins. But, like, I'm not going to carry backup. I'm not going to carry, like, a quiver with for 30. I'm not carrying yeah, it no. for storage. It's like, what do I need to go hunt with? Yeah. The, the out of fingers don't need any more. <laughs> and as a troll, you've only got four fingers. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you hold four fingers, or they only have three? Hang on. I'm pretty sure they only have three, or at least stuff you from them. I'll look up a picture. Keep going. Anyway. They only have three. <laughs> I'm going to head back over to the... Uh... So you have six jabs. Right. <laughs> cash these out. See if right. um, for the spears and javelins, there were uh, eight spears and like yeah. 20 javelins. Um, yes. So 28. Uh, you can get uh, in bulk, they'll give you a little bit more than they did last time, so they'll give okay. you um, it was a gold piece for like 12 or 11 things last time. They'll yeah. give you three for the for this lot as well. Okay. And um, then the breastplates, do they, if they want. Yeah. Um, 
What's the what's the standard breastplate breast, breastplate price? Oh, like two hundred, oh. but they've got yeah. And there's also a table for raw materials that I'm going to consult real quick. Yeah, thank you. Right, uh, because that's it's basically because each iron. breastplate this, is this thirty is... pounds of metal. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just raw iron at this point. Yeah. Um. So I will look that up while you wait. Thirty pounds. Hmm. Yeah, they're 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 heavy. Breastplates are. They're made of iron, metal, not steel. Iron. <clears throat> and I would like to, like, like I said, I'm doing, I'm, I'm trying to work on a blacksmith and make money working on a blacksmith. So, hey, go ahead and roll me a blacksmithing chart. I did. It is uh, twenty-four. Yeah, you managed. You managed to make a, uh, a silver piece. I, mean, I think there's, there's a chart, but I don't know what it. Yeah, that's that's judging by the week, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, Shanna's gonna go try to find um, Kaplock. Was that the name? Kaplock. Yeah. Kaplock. See if he has a job for. Uh, go ahead and roll me a search check. Okay. You gotta find him. Yep. He's not easy to find. Yep. Oh, I don't have oh, uh, Did you divvy up the uh, copper, or are you keeping it all? Um, Twelve. Uh, you are not so able to locate this you mysterious orc that contacted to... you. Right. You suspect if he has a job for you, he'll find you. Okay. Let me figure this out. She's just gonna wander around for a while. Alright, so. The uh, the group of you spend spend an amount of time. Uh, anyone doing anything in particular before you uh, lay down to rest for the evening? What time of day is it? Uh, it's approaching sundown. Um, I'm going to. I'm gonna get a feel for the land. I'm just gonna like we were writing about earlier, like in the larger area. But I'm gonna get like. Get familiar with the like we were going fast. I'm gonna kind of go just far enough to see if there's where there's wildlife and get familiar with what sort of flora and fauna are about here. Get an idea of what's edible, what's not. You know, mm-hmm. general. What does it take to survive here? And I'll I will just be sort of chatting with the smithy while I'm working there. Just. Seeing if there's anything new or important. Um, for all eight of the breastplates, it basically is raw iron. Yeah. Um, they will give you a hundred gold pieces. Oh, that's a chunk of change. Oh, yeah, that's because, like, right. Oh no, sorry. Correction. I need to. I need to redo. Because uh, I need to. I was, I, was work, I was working in gold instead of silver. Two hundred forty oh. pounds. So yeah, you by ten to ten gold. Right. Hang on. Because uh, it's thirty. Because thirty pounds. Give me ten. Uh, so you got two hundred forty pounds. Thirty times thirty times eight is two hundred forty divided by two is one hundred and twenty divided by ten. Because I'm working in silver. Yeah. They'll 12, give you twelve. Twelve. Gold. Twelve. Okay. Silver. Yeah. Twelve gold. Because okay, because well, the price okay. for, the the right. market value for iron is a silver piece a pound, so half of that you'd be getting half silver. Okay. Yeah, I need to get a breastplate at some point. <clears throat> you can scale mail is only fifty gold. It's and it true. Gets you up by one. It's true. I only have ten gold. Yeah. Well. <laughs> 
Because we didn't start with rolling. Um, we didn't roll money. Yeah, no. The thing. So, if I want to convert my uh, leather armor to studded leather, mm-hmm. um, how much would it cost to get the raw materials to to do it? Put that together. And um, just or, could, or could you time. keep back some of that metal that you had from the breastplate? Well, but I'm not gonna ship it out myself. I mean, I'm, oh, yeah, I just no, gotta try it. I'm, I, I can probably. find the right stuff to, to work with. To turn to turn leather. I am not gonna work as well as steel. Um, to make studded leather, what's the price difference between leather and studded leather? Uh, studded leather 10, is 10 25. gold, studded leather is 25 gold. 25? 15 gold prices. It cost you probably about, um, seven and a half gold. Yeah, about seven, about seven, seven gold. Seven, seven gold, five okay. silver of materials. Um, okay. and then you need to either be skilled have enough or have, or have to craft it yourself, which would be, that would be. What kind of craft check? That would be leather working. Yeah, I don't have leather working yet, but can I do, uh, let's see. Well, no, no, no. Someone here does, someone here has leather working. <laughs> Who has leather working? Leather working. You find me, I'm wandering around. The, Sean has leather working. The one-armed leather worker. The one-armed leather worker. She will kill you with her one arm. <laughs> but uh, as, as you are... As you're making a chunk of change off, off, of, off of iron, uh, as... Uh, you are uh, all gathering to, to take to take some rest and preparing to meet the next day. Uh, that is where we will go ahead and end for the night. All right, say bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.